Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, 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 this is TA Forlenza, and you're listening to the Rise of the Atlantean podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's game, so let's get down to it. Oh no, he bounced. Come here. There goes the dice. I need some validation. Somebody smell this. Is it expired? I don't know. Smell that. It's supposed to be lemon ginger. I just want. No, yeah, yeah, it's good by September 26th. I want person to tell me what I think it smells like. But it's dangerous. (laughs) This one looks like lemon ginger. Does it? Mm -hmm. It Ooh, look at the rainbow one. What? The rainbow one. That looks pretty. What rainbow? Oh, yeah. My dice tower over there. Yeah, it smells like throw it doesn't taste like lemon ginger. It smells like it, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, welcome. Um, if you guys need any reference, here's Ricky's book right here. Unless you want to keep it over by you. Oh, yeah. Dame. Dame origato. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Please don't be angry. Um, so, really quick recap. So, you guys. Yeah. What happened was. What had happened? I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you finish, but so you guys were all the way up here and you ran into the Medusa Queen. You set her free. Alright, you let her out of the Stargate portal that I had and thing. And you guys were all about joining forces with her because she wanted to put the put the put the man down in Atlantis. No, she was all about joining forces with her. Yeah. I was always suspect. Yeah, it was weird. It was awkward. My tree was all about helping the, the crazy the snake lady. By killing all the men they, in Atlantis. They pretty much said no women can be there and no women can be mystics. Close the door, please. Um, <laughs> so you guys kind of caught on that she was a little wonky and you got into a little short little squabble with her. I and her no, she's not dead. Oh. No, you didn't. You didn't. I her. Yeah. <laughs> so what you did was you traveled from here down to here. Because you found out, you read in this book, that in order to really nullify this ancient demonic dagger that you found, you need to encase it in this, what kind of tree? Wood? Remember? Heartwood? Heartwood. Heartwood tree. Heartwoods only grow down here in this blackened area right here. It's called the Deadlands. So you guys found this little city. You guys remember the name of the city? Something about Green Leaf Village. Mm. No, I, I think you're that. right. It was one thing at first, and I was like, oops, nope, that's not the name of it. Okay. So, Greenleaf Village, um, and while you guys were there, you ran into Eric, and your name is Zuno, I think? Zuno. Zuno. It means so, it. There you go. So, <laughs> Zuno and his two compatriots arrived. <laughs> Ricky's staring at you, and I'm like, <laughs> what? So, so you ran into Zuno and his two compatriots in the cult of the Golgoroth, which was this giant frog creature thing with tentacles that comes out of its back. So, and these people were possessed, and they were just a mad cult-like people, and they would cut off the middle of their arms and sharpen their their arm bones into dagger points. So you guys put them down. Um, turns out, uh, you guys separated from there on. 
because you were trying to reach back out to your your home flying fortress, the Laputa, Labuta, Laputa, whatever you want to call it, Laputa. home, flying home, and nobody was answering. So they have these crystals that they can use, kind of like cell phones. Um, they can telepathically talk to people wherever they want, as long as they know what they look like and the receiving person picks up. So they were trying to reach out to somebody in the city and nobody was answering. Mm -hmm. And that kind of freaked them out a little bit. So then you guys reached out to the B team. And the B team actually was in Anwin as well. They were doing something else. And they were like, no, we haven't heard from anybody. We don't know what you're talking about. So Maitri decided to reach out to a Mulzit. And a Mulzit's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she reached out to the boss man himself. She reached out to Atlas. And Atlas was kind of concerned and said... Go back to Laputa and figure it out. See what's going on. So Laputa, the flying city, is, was slowly, gradually heading north. It was right about here. So you guys took a quick little uh, jaunt over there. And when you got there, you could see smoke rising from one of the buildings that's in Laputa. And it turned out it was the treasury where you had hidden this ancient artifact, the Devil's Dagger. The Devil's Dagger. Um, because the Queen Medusa was a psychic, she read your minds, and you guys remember it, you kind of let her in for a little couple things. Um, so she was able to figure out where exactly this dagger was. So she beat feet over there as you guys were in Anwin trying to get this heartwood box. She went right there, attacked her city, turned almost everyone to stone, except for gnome Artisopher gun guy. Right. Doesn't really have Jay. a name or anything. Jay. Thank Jay. you, Jay. Yep. Jay was hiding out because basically your city was attacked by a bunch of Medusa, by a bunch of Gorgons. And the Queen Medusa, if you get turned to stone by her, it's not just a greater restoration spell like, like Maitri might know to turn you back from stone. You need her blood or a wish spell. So she's the most powerful Medusa in Atlantis. So you guys are like, well, now we can't turn these people from stone. You actually did get turned to stone by a standard Gorgon. So you were able to be turned back to life because you had her blood, too, right? Because you killed her. You guys killed her. Um, it was, uh, it was, the, it wasn't her that, it was, yeah, the, the, big was, bull -like it was the, creature, right? it was the creature that yeah. turned me into a, to tell, yep. turned me into a, so I think you used either some of her, some of its blood, yeah. or you guys actually had a temple, the holy temple that you have in Laputa, that you could go to, to greater restore your, your body back to flesh. Um, Either way, about the time that you guys wrap things up, Atlas arrives, and actually so does the B-team, because they're like, holy crap, something's going on, what happened? And that's when they come to realize that the Queen Medusa has taken your Devil's Dagger. You guys can't track her, you're not able to figure out where she's at, so what, what happened was Atlas is going to go back to the capital and try to keep her from doing whatever she... she he knows she's going to try to open a gateway to... The Far Realm. Are you familiar with Cthulhu and stuff and stuff like that? This tentacle guy, the guy behind you, that's looking at you kind of awkwardly. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, handsome. Hello. Um, so they're, they're like octopus kind of faced people. They're really weird. And the Far Realm is is what kind of changed her and turned her into a more snake-like person. So she wants to open up a gateway there because she thinks the creatures that live in that realm are going to help her purge Atlantis. She was scorned by men in Atlantis. Um, long story, but there are guys that live up here who are very sexist. And they're all dudes. And they're all jacked up. So they anywho... Like women and they don't want them to be in their area. Yep. They're very sexist. 
So you guys come up with this plan to um, Gupta Karamachari. Remember him? Mm -hmm. The little goblin dude. Mm -hmm. He is actually the grandfather of assassins. So he's a rogue uh, goblin. And you guys ran into him when you were getting your crystal shards way back when. And you actually helped him. And he's there and he's helping out Atlas. And he says, look, I'm going to call together the Order of Assassins. We're going to be able to basically figure out where she's at, where she's going to be doing this ritual. And we'll stop it. And you guys can go in steal back the devil's dagger you basically have to cut the queen medusa and you're given this magical item called a blood siphon excuse me where you can draw her blood to use it to heal everyone else who's been turned to stone okay oh that's right i forgot yeah, yeah I figures i didn't finish i wish i had my glasses well it's not even close to done so it looks so blurry but good <laughs> See if it works. I'm quite Maybe. blind, so. Ooh, girl. Yeah. You worse than me. Uh huh. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can see it when it's done. I think it's gonna look really cool. I like that you made me brown. Why wouldn't you be? Thank you. <laughs> she, she's gonna make. <laughs> she used, she took your you, picture and brought it back over. To I also title. gave you. You won't be able to see this, but you have little tribal spots oh, under that's your cool. eyes. And you have lipstick and eyes and all that. It. It's a good thing you have eyes, because that would suck if you didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't have eyes. But... It's hard to so see So, she likes to paint figures. I'll print them, and she'll paint them. So, that's really cool. a lot of stuff behind you that's, that's, cool. that's not being painted yet. A lot of work She's painted. Looks good. So, the plan is, um, these rogues are going to co provide cover for you guys by laying down the darkness spell. But nothing can see through the darkness spell except for Devil's Sight. And you guys have determined that the very famous fair called the Amelin Exotica, which is the, the progenitor first carnival in mythology, is in Ulanga right now. Every two months it travels from one capital city to the next. And you guys got you have three days before it's moving from Ulanga to a quarry. And you guys, it's going to be in transit from that time period. You, you need to get here before he leaves. So it's kind of a, a rush matter. You need to go to the Amelon Exotica. Do you remember who you got to find? I have it written down if you didn't take my papers. Caliban? Caliban. The mythological Caliban from mythology, from Greek mythology. Caliban was a person who was very skilled in the magical arts in Atlantis and in real mythology. Caliban is... A plain touch tiefling. So she is, it's not a he, it's a she. She is a plain touched uh, tiefling warlock. And she has the innate ability to, she has devil sight, so she can see in any kind of darkness, magical darkness, whatever. But she has the ability to expand it to like a 10 foot radius. So everybody within 10 feet of her can also see through, through darkness. So Atlas says, go talk to her. She owes me a favor. Recruit her. Tell her how what, what's at stake and get her assistance. She's, she is the ring leader, the carnival leader of the Amelon Exotica. So go there, convince her to help us, and then we'll enact our mission to sneak into the temple. By then we'll know where she's at 
and we'll sneak into the temple and we'll put an end to the Queen Medusa and her and her ritual. I'm very disorganized. I can tell. You have your spells memorized for today? Yes. I don't yet. Alright, so you guys are gonna spend who knows how long. You guys are as you can hear, you're at the carnival right now, the Amelin Exotica. So previously, you guys had worked with him before and you would get reached out to by the grandfather of assassins, being as you're a rogue, the grandfather of assassins I'm reaches out to you. Guys. Yeah, you're they, you guys are good. Like this. And they go, your two allies are still in Greenleaf Village trying to trying to break your wizard friend. He's his mind is pretty jacked up from Seraph, the cult. That idiot? Seraph, yes. Yeah. I never liked that guy. Yeah, he was pretty messed up. He was jacked up. You had better things to do. These guys, that was a, a warlock and a ranger. You're like, I can't sit in this city. And it just so happens you get this telepathic message from Gupta. His name is Gupta. I need your aid. I need your help. You've worked with these guys before. Get to the Amelon Exotica and meet back up with them and help them whichever way you can. I'll make it in your best interest. Okay. Wink, I wink, just, nudge, nudge. Yeah, just off screen. I burglarized the mayor's house on the way out. Oh, heck yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you remember, he told me where he lived. Yep. Idiot. Well, he was in the house looking out and watching you guys when you were stabbing that one guy. So, this is the map of Atlantis. It's also behind me. Um, this is my pride and joy, my little table that I made. It's all etched out in different languages. So, like, this is uh, Sumerian. And this is Egyptian. Uh, that's Egyptian over there. This is Chinese. So I love my table. Alright, so you guys make it to the Amelin Exotica. This is the carnival. Okay, it's not the Witchlight Carnival. It is the Amelin Exotica. So, just in your little bit of research that you guys do, Caliban is the ringleader. Caliban is the big top, big person in charge. Um, but not someone who's just casually walking around the carnival. So, I feel like I'm in the Darkland Fair. Maybe. Is, is there going to be some scary stuff It could be. So there's a lot of stuff here at the Witchlight Carnival. I'm sorry, at the Amelon Exotica. Oh, he said Witchlight. So, well, this is from a book called The Witchlight Carnival by D&D. So thank you, Wizards of the Coast. Uh, we're tweaking it a little bit. TM. Um, yeah, right, trademark. <laughs> um, but just like Shimshime's Bedtime Rhyme, this is a published adventure. Um, we're not going to get to getting all through this because it also goes into the Feywild. It goes into a different, different reality. This is just for your purposes, for you guys to figure out what you want to do when you get here. Okay. So now, Teacups. the carnival does not allow weapons into its premises. Whoa. So now you guys got to figure out what you're going to do mm. to get into the carnival. They don't let what? Hi, weapons. <laughs> you, I'm like loaded with weapons right now. Like I have... The most weapons. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? All right, I, got, I, have, I have a bag yeah. of holding. I can tell you straight up, my dagger like is going that. in the prison wallet. It's coming in. She All right. Slide a hand check. Give me a slide of hand check. I'll, I'll prefer the bag of holding. No, can you take no, damage from that? <laughs> if he rolls a really low slide of hand check, he might. I'm plus 10 on slide Oh, I'm sure you did. Are you really going in? Yeah, 20. 20. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm. I, I, okay. Not, I could probably get the rapier up there, but... Not your first time. <laughs> I'm going to borrow her bag of holding. Yeah, yeah. Zuno's done I'm going to give her my Yeah, weapons. I've got a bag of holding, so what what things do you need me to hold All for you? All my weapons. All right. Like, I have I'm a lot holding? of weapons, too. Mm-hmm. She's holding so you have a quarter staff too, right, or no? Bag of holding. Yeah, well, I'm saying you don't need to put a quarter staff in. A staff is a walking stick. You can you yeah, can probably yeah. pull that off. I need it for my 
I give me have give me deception check. Deception check. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah, they're like, okay, lady. You look young, but whatever. You look like the adventurous type, so maybe you got hurt in battle. Is there a limit to how much you can put in there? No, not really. It's, if it's a bad pounds, I think yeah. stuff. I don't think I've got them near. I need to remember. I read. I forgot that if you ever pull something out of a bag of holding, it takes an action because you have to think about what you sure, want yeah. and then reach in there and take yeah, it out. That makes so. sense. Okay. Can you see? I'm holding it away. That's fine. Whatever. I mean, so. You tell, you tell me what you want to put in there. Um, now, the armor wise. The whip, the short sword, wow. the dagger, the light crossbow. The flame tongue short sword. The I mean. Pick three. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's. They're all in there. What was that TV show where they like showed up at a thing, or whatever, and he's like pulling out oh, everything? Yeah, he's got, basically like, what you got going on. Like a pile of stuff. I have, I have just weapons all over me. Like how am I supposed to? I would say pick three, please. And that's about all we can do there. So then I've got lots of other things in here, you know. I know, but then I can't get in because I still have a bunch of swords. You can, you can well, put it somewhere. Leave them in the lockup. No? Can we just like give them a good tip? We can piece tie them. Yeah, I don't know about that. This this area looks like I mean I don't see like a perimeter fence or. Do anything. you need me to go in here? I don't like leaving my swords. And yeah, stuff. we're gonna need you. I think it's got so. this canal <laughs> that wraps around I it. I feel like this is a great yeah, entrance yeah. there. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, is there a place for me to hide my swords? Which sword? All of my weapons. No. No. Okay. Can I put them all in my bag of holding? You can put them all in. I'm gonna try. Right. So you got some straight up (laughs) HP stuff. I'm not gonna say his full name, but you put stuff into the bag, and you see her arm going all the way into the bag. Yeah. You got this big old javelin. You're like, this is pointy. I don't know if I want to put something pointy into this bag of holding. Can I rip it? Could I? Could I hold the javelin and make it look like it's a walking stick? Yeah. You can it dress it up a little bit. Yeah, we'll get get Give me a deception check. Oh, the bottom is that a six or a nine? Six. Six. Okay. All right. Deception. All right. Where am I at? Can you see? Where am I looking for? The word deception. Plus one. Okay. So seven. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. They're like, uh, so as you're kind of like walking through, kind of she's she's like, I am so old. I look young, but I'm really old. And they're like, yeah, ma'am, go ahead, come through. And you're like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and the guy's like, so javelins look a little different from quarterstaffs. Quarterstaffs are wood, and usually probably about two inches around. So you've got this thin little piece of wood that's got some feathers and stuff coming up out of it. Because you're like trying to finagle something. And he's like, he's looking, he's like, eh, eh, uh, I don't know. So I know you don't want to part with it. So give me an intimidation check. He calls you out and he's like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Olmec. Can I change? No. There's your jail right there, right in front of you. Yeah, put it in there. That was, uh... Six. Again? Intimidation. Seven. God damn it, you're going to jail. Oh, you got something else already in there. Yeah! <laughs> Let me take this one out, see if he does better tonight. Alright, so he's like, uh, uh, no ma'am, we're, you cannot bring the sharpie pointy objects into the, into the carnival. <laughs> Can I'm I sorry. And say, I need two sticks. I'm really broken. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't look like a stick. It looks I'm more like a, 
Are you going to churn me? How are you going to churn me? I'm, you're not very charming. I'm really broken, and I'm broken because I. What do you mean you're trying to charm me? Can I give you a persuasion check? I broke my back. What are you trying to do? How do you charm me? I'm trying to convince him that I'm going to flirt and also convince him that I need two sticks to walk because my back is broken because of adventurous activities. Okay. Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. With disadvantage? With disadvantage? Why is it I think because your your story oh. is not strong. It's not a strong story. It's a weird chair. I'm just dropping everything. It's a good story, though. <laughs> two 15s. All right. So uh, you kind of pull him to the side, and you're like... Two 17s. You're like... Oh, I need this stick because I'm a professional mountain walker. And I need to walk like this because look how hilly it is in there. And he's looking at you like, what? Are you, are you serious right now? I, I don't think you need two staffs. You look so young. You have blonde hair and no wrinkle. I don't understand. And as you're talking to him, He's Spanish. You've gone from like Spanish I, to a, Irish I, to like really bad Asian. Spanish. Terrible. I get confused. There's more than one person there. I'm so. There's like there are like four guards you're that are not allowed entrance. to accent any. Oh it's my ex, it's my accent. Okay, oh, no, so no, let me talk. Italian. So I like to use my hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're standing there, kind of talking, she's standing close by next to you. And you're actually given more of a distraction than anything. So give me a sleight of hand check. I'm just convincing. Two 17s? That's a 10. Ooh, just a 10. Just, just a 10. 10? I rolled two 17s. Okay. So you rolled what? A 10. A 10. And I so you try kind of coming up and taking the javelin back and kind of like sneaking by and he goes no 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 what are you going and you're like but I really need it I'm so old and I need two walking sticks and he goes well oh I got something in my eye if maybe you could convince me to let you in I might let you in with your two walking sticks since you're so pokey pokey Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So how much you want to try to give him? He wants money. It's your money. You're persuading, though. I know, I am. I'm just like... So he's asking you. You're like, you're trying to persuade him. You're like, oh, I need these two sticks. Give me 50 gold. Okay. <laughs> See if it works first. See if he... That's how much he wants. And then... 50 gold? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, his eyes are like, oh, <laughs> my God. Well, yeah, fuck it. You can, you can bring in whatever you want. Come over next time. Yeah, come on in. He's like, he looks, oh at, he looks at everybody else. He's like, I'm I'm bouncing. I'm good. Zach quit. And he puts a bag in his pouch and he walks off. And then another guy walks up and he goes, oh, no, no, no. Where are you going? You cannot bring that. I'm just kidding. stab you. So... You kind of fluff it up a little bit better to cover up the bladed tip, Much obviously, of the javelin. You paid to keep your stuff. So, and you start leaning on it more heavily to make it look like you're actually using it as a stick. And then you have the rest of my weapons, though, right? I do. They're right, they're right in here. No worries. So, yeah, you don't want to put sharp stuff. It might take me a second to get them out when yeah. you need them. That's fine. But, we so, got this. Like, we've, got to, we've got to be prepared. Like a little heel kick in the air. Right. So, anyways, this little goblin guy runs off and runs over to you, and he goes... Hey, they're here. They're here. And he gives you a couple gold pieces. He's like, I found them for you. 
he, he you paid. He, he, he yeah. was yeah. directed to report to you when he saw them show up. So you're inside of the carnival. People come right? up to me acting like, I, like they know me. I'm like, I don't know. Rogues. Me. We don't know each other like He's that. He's roguish. <laughs> He's a roguish, thuggish bone. Um, so he comes up and... That's a weird reference. What? Thuggish, roguish, bone. Bone, thugs, and harmony, Rogue, baby. thugs, and harmony? Rogue yes. Thugs. Rogue, thugs, and harmony. Ooh, so... Funny. You okay? Yeah. You look sad. a little gassy. I'm sad for you. So... <laughs> so anyways, he comes up to you and he lets you know... Hey, they're here. Yes, I already um, knew that. Because okay. I'm observant. I see everything. I'll be I God. know all. <laughs> um, Stay close by till I signal you. So you guys have been allowed in, but you now you need to buy tickets. So you have an option. If you plan on writing anything, then you have to buy some tickets. So there are rides, and you guys are you are you are you curious? How are you gonna how are you gonna find Caliban? How are you going to reach Caliban. out to her? Ferris wheel. Caliban. So Caliban... Yeah. Caliban is the boss, right? Caliban's the boss. Right. So we should probably check the big top right. first. Are you with us? So it's up to him now. I'm if you want. Yeah, he sneaks up like... <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, where'd he's you like standing from? next to you the whole time. He's like, hey guys. And you're like, oh. Where'd you come from? What's going Hi. On? What's up? Good to see you again. Who's this up? dude? Uh, he's, yeah. he's a friend. He's oh. the guy from... Oh, the thing in the place of the, the time. Yeah. I, am, I heard about that. So to speak, a friend of ours. Right. All right. Welcome. I mean, or hello. I'm not sure. Hello. Sure. Nice to see you. Hi. So, all right. If all four of you guys are together, then it's your call on whether or not you want to buy tickets. You have to pay at least one silver piece to get into the carnival. Right. All right. Fine. So either one person can play everybody for one gold because there's ten silver. I got one gold. with what I stole from the mayor. So, yeah. so you, you paid for us? Day pass. Yeah, that, that pays for Your our rides too? Your be a friend anytime. No, you got to buy tickets for the rides. So you're going to buy a ticket too? Right. What's that? All right, we balance it out. All right, everybody gets 10 tickets each. Stolen money is free money. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> 10 tickets each, I'll take it. Pay, he's paying it forward, right? Stole it from... So uh, I've still got like a cultist robe and uh, a couple sharpened bones that I'm going to find a use for. Oh, yeah. Some samples yeah. of primordial ooze. Yeah. what they do, but... Ooh, primordial ooze. That's a, that's a Friday night, right? Right? That's just like Friday night. <laughs> that would make where we're from. Right. I'm very disorganized in my note-taking, and that's why I don't All right. Anything. So you guys are in the carnival. Where do you want to go? Right. Um... Do we want to split up, or do we want to stick together, or how do you want to do this? When we split up, we kind of get I, in trouble. That's, that's not a good idea. Splitting up? No. Yeah. Seems right. like trouble. Yeah. Uh, right, so big top, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Candy? When there's when there's aliens stalking you, like right. let's not all split up and go to sleep. All right. And yeah. Ripley take a shower. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Historically right. been a bad idea. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Let's go to the big top, or you know, in the center is the Pixie Kingdom. Ooh. I wonder what's in there. Just hmm. curious. Where will we find an all powerful tiefling boss of all the carnival? Pixie Kingdom? Pixie Kingdom, maybe. Uh-huh. Or you know what? Let me take a look. You know, <clears throat> we don't want to be here all week. Right? I mean, or do we? Like, for months. I got an idea. Okay. Well, I mean, I am a rogue, and carnies are basically, you know, one step away from being criminals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and talk up a carny and, and just find out, like, 
what the management's like, and you know, it, just without coming straight out and saying, where can I find Caliban? Hey, where do the bosses go? I bet they treat you guys pretty, pretty crappy, don't they? Yeah. Everyone's underappreciated. I can empathize. Okay. All right. So go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage because these are your people. You are correct. Carnies are pretty. Nothing wrong with carnies if there are carnies that are listening right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, double 15. Carnies Ooh. are rogues. And um, persuasion, Rogish. I'm plus one. Okay. So uh, one of them, let's just say the closest place you guys get to, right by the ticket booth. So, I mean, you talk to one of the per people at the ticket booth. Hey, here's the carny right here at the ticket booth. Hello. So what do you ask? What is specifically do you want to know? Um, so I, I'm going to, uh, I will probably, uh, I'll lead off with some small talk about like, you know, how long you've been working here? How do they treat you? Because, uh, you know, sometimes I need to, I need some work to just, you know, pick up some extra coin. And, you know, based on that, like, who would I need to talk to about getting hired? All right. So you would talk to Caliban. You would, talk to Caliban? you would talk to Caliban. All right. And Caliban is not someone who is that mingles. Caliban normally tends to himself in his tent, which is in the staff area. In the staff area, behind the big top. Behind the big top. Okay. And Caliban is one who does not normally like to come out until the main event. So they explain to you guys, the ticket booth person. Kristen explains to you guys that the carnival has a um, event that it does at the end of the night, whereas they basically throw up the person who's completed the most events or gotten the most return tickets for competing. What are you doing? Don't eat my gummy worms. Oh, and I'm over here like. I am paying attention to my thing, taking my gummy worms. Um, so they call it the the exotic monarch. So at the end of the night, the person who has contributed the most or who has um, compete comp competed the most in a lot of these events that are around here, or the person that um, has basically enlightened the mood of the carnival, gets crowned the um, exotic monarch and Caliban is the one that crowns them before they go to the big top for the final show which he presents or I'm sorry which she presents the big final show so there are a couple ways to get with Caliban you can travel around the carnival and do what you can to draw attention to yourself probably not the negative type okay the positive type Very of attention rule yeah maybe not um, draw attention to yourself. Maybe one of you will be knighted the exotic monarch for the night. Um, or wait until midnight, which is when the final show goes on in the big top, and you will see Caliban herself. And hopefully maybe we'll talk to her before or after the show. I don't know. Depends. So a couple options. But just to go back there into the staff area, uh, some pretty strict security there because Caliban is a pretty popular person, but at the same time, she is also not welcome in some circles. Um, she is a plain touch, so she's a tiefling, so she's like a demonic-looking person. And demonic-looking people in Atlantis are very, very shunned because Atlanteans' uh, arch-enemies are fiends. And it's not her fault at all. So right here, 
next to this pyramid is something called the Devil's Claw. And Alaka is a lot like Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Alaka is nothing, anything goes, right, in Alaka. And because it's so close to this Devil's Claw, the energy from the Abyss and the Nine Hells and the Fiendish areas pervert people and make them and turn them into tieflings. So there's a good amount of tieflings in Atlantis. They're just not very well liked. But she is the carnival supervisor. So everybody loves the carnival and just may not like her as much. So you guys got some options. What do you want to do to try to convince your, or get an audience with Caliban? So can this be a group effort? It can. It can be a group effort to get her attention, mm -hmm. to be crowned. Mm-hmm. All right. So we want to be crowned. Uh, sure. It sounds like we need to win the carnival. Okay. So, should we go around and see what kind of events there are that we might be able to compete at? I think we've all got unique uh, skills. We have a unique set of skills, right? I think so. That's what somebody said once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to slide this carny a, a couple of gold pieces. Nice. And what, what's his or her name? I don't know. What's her name? Sarah. 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 All right. <laughs> Uh, I, I want. I just. Uh, I. I want to make sure that I can, like, you know. Sarah's. Sarah's like with us now. Uh -huh. yeah. Join the team, Sarah. You're a real. You're a real mensch, which is quite an accomplishment for someone named Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. can Sarah? Sarah, would you be help, willing to right? be I our appreciate tour my guide? Friends. Yeah, right. We do appreciate. Could she be our tour guide for the night and let let us know a wee bit of the ins and outs of the games? I bet they're a bit tricky. Knowing carnivals like this, and right? As, seeing as you slipped through some money, right? Be. I bet there's some things that are insight. slightly easier to win than others, especially with a little wee bit of knowledge, right? Yeah. Sarah, what do you right. think? Would you like to earn a couple more gold tonight? Maybe. Right? All right. I could be convinced. Right? I've seen there are quite like a few you. ticket booths, and it's not nothing for you to go and walk out the back door and with your two gold pieces. So two gold pieces is probably worth about 200 bucks. Real life, so well, maybe maybe a hundred bucks, maybe fifty bowl, fifty dollars a gold coin. Right. You help us out tonight if we get crowned. I'd say I'd put another ten on your plate there for that. If we get crowned tonight, you help us do that. Sure. Right. Sounds no. good. Yes. You want the fan on? Warm in here. Yeah, I was just yeah. yeah. A little warm. Let me flip the switch. Thank you. All right, Sarah. Welcome to the club. So, all right, you guys are now formally inside of the carnival. Giant dragonflies whir overhead, trailing streamers, and a low mist curls over the ground. Through a floral archway, you glimpse wondrous and vibrant creatures, elf stilt walkers, dancing fairies, and painted performers. Everywhere there is laughter, pixie dust, bubbles, and the wistful tune of a whistling, whistling calliope. 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 One of those two. So, Calliope? that would be the first time I've ever heard that word spoken aloud. Calliope. Yeah. Um, so you guys are inside, and you are able to go wherever you like. So you mentioned to them that basically everything on this map, you give them a little trifold map, like at Disney World, nice. trademarked, that you <laughs> you open up and you're like, well, basically everything on here has something you can do that will lend you a little bit of oomph towards. Uh, Caliban. Mm -hmm. There are games at these places. There might be people that need help with something. There might be puzzles and riddles and rhymes. Gondola swans. Puzzles and rhymes, please. 
Okay. They're my favorite. I want to go on the gondola swans. I used to, I, when I was growing up and healing from the, well, anyways, <laughs> mom would give me all the puzzles to solve. I loved it. And then can we go on the gondola swans? All right, my tree. Yeah. Good for you. Are you sure I don't, like... So you tell her the bubble pot teapot would be good for her if you're interested in rhymes and riddles. Oh, bubble pot teapot, right. And then if you really want to go to the... Where, my tree, where'd you want to go? The gondola swans. The gondola swans. You say um, there is a giant eagle that you ride in this, not a giant eagle, I'm sorry, a giant, like, duck thing. A swan? That you ride. A swan, there you go. There you go. A giant swan. <laughs> maybe even giant have a, maybe even have a giant duck. A giant duck! Um, egrets there? Called a gondola Yes, swan. there could be some egrets there. So. <clears throat> and you do say, you can almost kill two ducks with one uh, stone, because waka, waka. the gondola, or the gondola <laughs> swans there like to ask philosophical questions to you. The swans? The swans the do. Mm -hmm. While you're writing them. Makes me sense sounds like the right up your alley. Sure. Yeah. All right. So gondola swans first. Don't swans let it be a chicken when I get there. All right. Okay. You guys got a ticket that gets punched. You get to ride 10 rides before you have to get, buy another ticket. Okay. Mm -hmm. So enormous swans glide through the water here, pulling ornate wooden gondolas draped in flowers. The swans disappear into banks of silver mist as they wend their way down the river. A jetty extends ahead, at the end of which a waiting swan preens its feathers. The ride is an hour long, so right now it's probably about 7 o'clock. Yeah, and we've yeah. got to do this in, before midnight, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what's the challenge here at the swans, I mean, Sarah? Swim back. Is this just a entertainment, or is there a challenge here to be, to be done? I guess you got to ride it and find out. Right. Does Sarah have any good knowledge for us about Come the swans? Um, she just basically says, just walk up, ride on one of the swans, and it's going to start talking to you. And I'm talk to the swans. Once you start talking to the swan on the ride, for the next hour, it's going to ask you philosophical questions, what you think, and who knows, maybe if you are nice to it, maybe it'll help you out. All right. All right, so all five of you are riding? Yep. Sure. All right. Hi, swan. <clears throat> so there is this swan at the end of the jetty. So as you walk up to her, she bows her head. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> She bows her head and introduces herself as Featherine and explains that she can take you along the river that encircles the carnival. Each one of these gondolas that she's pulling behind her can hold eight people. So the five of you can kind of connoisseur, excuse me, a gondola to have for yourself, to have some private time with Featherine, if you want. Sounds nice. Okay. So to do that, one of you needs to punch three more of your tickets, though. So everybody take out a ten-sided dice and put it out in front of you, and this will be your ticket punch. Because something might just happen if you punch all of your tickets. Uh-oh. Where's my So we're each punching... I'm sorry, we're each punching one, or...? So each of you are punching one right now, but if you guys want to... Basically, take up the rest of this gondola. You need to punch the next three tickets. So, somebody, you're putting one on it right now because you All just right. punched one. So, I'll put a so second one. put it out in front on. of you, like Eric. If anybody else, we need two more people to put a second punch. I'll put a second punch on it. Right. And I'll put one because I wanted to do the gondola. Excellent. Yeah, I can do it. Is that. That's okay. That's all we need. Okay. We're good. Yep. So, you're at one. I'm at one. Two. 
two, two, and two. Two. So keep those out in front of you. That's going to be your ticket punch counter. All right. So you guys punch enough tickets to make it look like you got all eight people that are riding it. Um, and the, the uh, gondola starts to begin. And Featherite, or Featherine, is very haughty. She asks very several very metaphysical questions like, What is joy? Typical swan. Oh, she nice to be nice. And she kind of leans her, leans her neck back and she kind of looks at each one of you. What is joy? Are we in a holographic reality? Is any of this real? How do I know you exist? In worlds so full of magic, is time just an illusion? How many questions is she going to ask before we're Which expected to answer? Which one do you want us to answer first? Which one do you want us to answer? Anybody that wants to get into a conversation with her. Joy is a perception. What kind of perception? What do you mean? How you decide to look at something. Hmm. Well, there's a, a mirror house here in the carnival that look. if you look at something one way, it's distorted. If you look at it in another, it's, it's normal. Which way is the right way? Hmm. Interesting. Well, how do I know you exist? How do you know? I, I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. How do you know? I don't know. I, I don't know either. Am I real? I'm a swan and I can speak. I mean, I think I perceive you to be real. So to me, you're real. It's perception. Hmm. Make a perception check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> perceive that I need another role. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perception. It's a ten. Okay. Um, so, Featherine is interested in the conversation, but at the same time, she's like, you're kind of just re-answering my questions. Just one. Okay. Well, anybody else want to get into a philosophical debate? I, I will give you the answer to that question from Robert E. Howard via Conan. All right? <laughs> If, if life is an illusion, then I'm an illusion too. And being an illusion, it is real to me. I live, I love, I slay, I burn with life. It is enough for me. Kind of cocked your head. You go, that's interesting. Interesting take on it. Yeah, a, yeah. I need to get these gummy worms out of my way so I can roll dice. Well said. Well, we, can just, we can just go with Ben Franklin, all right? It's basically what I said how, in my how, how do you disprove the theory that life is an illusion? I refute it thus. No. <laughs> Interesting. All right, give me a give me an insight check. Insight. This great uh, wizard Ben Franklin. He speaks so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, minus one. I think he's an artificer. He's an artificer, probably. Didn't he say Conan? Yeah. Uh, there's Conan. I've heard he's I've, a barbarian type. Got a ten. Sounds yeah, high. I just quoted Conan and Benjamin Franklin. And Benjamin Franklin, the, the great artificer, right? Yes. 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 I, he's from my my neck of the woods. Yep, you're, you're familiar Franklin. with Ben Franklin. Right. Um, <coughs> so she she she's she's yeah, she's curious. She's like, I know not of these names you speak of. These must be these must be very uh, particular people that you speak of. Anybody else? I got two more people that can say to say something or do something. Like I think just want to stab things. I just yeah. want to stab and kill. Yeah. I drink and I kill. What, well, what is death? What is death? 
Do we transcend this mortal plane to coalesce and ascend to some higher power? Death is when you no longer, you cease to exist. And if you are talking and you perceive yourself to be talking, then you exist. If you're no longer talking and you don't perceive yourself to be talking, you no longer exist. So I don't talk, I'm dead. But if I die, do I cease to exist? People in Atlantis go on as spirits and they inhabit the land. I think it depends on the I think you cease to perceive. Yeah. You cease to perceive all of your atoms. Are, they, they go in different places, right? They go into the stars, and stars are part of us. We are made of stardust. We are all stardust. Interesting. All right, give me a religion check. <laughs> That's not even right. Ooh! Ooh. A nat 20. Plus. Plus what I got for religion. Okay. So Zero. She, she hooks on to that, and she goes... It's interesting because, like I said, when you die, some people ascend, some people go on to the great beyond, some people come back as undead, but they don't remember who they were. Isn't that strange? Mm-hmm. And you guys can can talk to that specifically because Kelsey. your buddy Kelsey right now is on a life quest. Kelsey is on a life quest right now and Anne when trying to figure out who she was before she died. And now for you... What specifically do you want to speak to? Just... Uh, I'll speak more to the scientific uh, analysis of that in terms of perception, right? Life and joy and death, they're all what we perceive. Yes. What we are ourselves, we're simply matter and atoms and molecules that are organized, right? Hmm. We are. But what happens to those atoms? Don't they go on? They disperse when you disperse? and they become Change. other things. We are made of other things that came before us. And the things that we are now will become other things after us. We will continue to live on in those ways, even though we don't perceive it anymore. I heard a story one time that if you drink a cup of, a cup of water, that same water has gone through a dinosaur. It probably has. Is that not insane? And that is why, really... We all should just get together because we're all just made of the same things and are perceiving the world in different, slightly different ways. We're talking about atomic bonding with a swan at a magic. <laughs> what, what acid did we take? Right? It's just in the air, baby. It's that, pixie, it's that pixie dust. You guys are breathing in that pixie dust now. We're going to be explaining the Higgs boson to swan next. All right. Large Hadron Colliders. She goes, it's, very, it's been a very interesting conversation. Thank you. What, what can I do for you? You've answered all my questions. Do you have any questions of me? What's the best way to get uh, to be crowned the king-queen group of the carnival and meet Caliban? Oh, the exotic monarch? Uh, yes, that one. Oh, yes. Is that the best way to meet Caliban? Oh, yes, for sure. Well, you get, you get some time all alone with Caliban. Caliban's such a nice person. The best way is to... Like the VIP room at a strip bar. Right? Pretty much. The <laughs> champagne room. The champagne room. So, she basically says, she tells you, she says, the best thing to do is to help out around the carnival. Everyone is watching. This, and she kind of looks back at you, and she looks at you, you know, and she goes... There are a lot of roguish types here in the carnival. And they're always watching and they're always listening. So if you continue to do good deeds around the carnival, it will be everyone will take notice. And like you get points, kinda of like a hypothetical place in some castle in Scotland. <laughs> Ten points to some group of four. 
No. Over your head. No, I got Gryffindor! You're not supposed to say it. Trademark. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Featherine, does it count that we've been become your friends here tonight? Oh, are we friends? Oh, I'd like to think so. That's so nice. Nice conversation. This is my favorite place to be. I wanted to see you. I like friends. So she says. She saw the mime. His name is Candlefoot. Mime. There's a mime. 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 I don't like mime. Mime. I got you. His name is Candlefoot, and he's over by the Hall of Illusions, and he is in love with the mermaid Palasha. The mime Candlefoot is in love with the mermaid Palasha. He was about to declare his love for her in front of everyone, when the words left him with a gasp. It was most unusual, and he hasn't spoken a word since. Palasha, the mermaid, was very upset. Maybe if you were able to help Palasha or Candlefoot come back together or work out their differences, I'm sure someone would draw attention to that. Someone would really like that. Ursula. I wish we had our own mermaid with us tonight. Uh Ursula took his voice. Oh, maybe. I hope I could help you guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of the carnival. Thank you. You too. All right. It is... It is 8 p.m. I'll keep track of my time on this beautiful dice that I found on the table. You thief! Is that the bouncy one? (gasps) No, it's... We went to a store, Mm -hmm. and somebody won... Or not won, it was in a gumball machine. A child of ours. (laughs) And it's a stone dice. It's actually... I got a stone in it. Like a stone. Nice. But he forgot about it, so I I tactically acquired it. I tactically acquired a very nice dice. All right. It's okay. It's not that bad. It's not that cool. Yeah. Squirrel! So where do we find the mime and the mermaid, darling? Where do we find them? Well, the mime is by the Hall of Illusions. Hall of Illusions. And Palasha, the mermaid, well, she's around. She's a lot of times, she's over by um, the Silver Song Lake, or she, she travels around. She's also by the... No, I think, yeah. The Silver Song, the Silver Song Lake is where she's at. All right. Well, thank you. All the way to the north. Oh, right next to the swans. Yep. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Next stop then, Look, right down the what? there's a clocky thing right here. Oh. See? The welcome gifts. And you guys haven't earned any welcome gifts yet. Oh, how did we get those? All right, don't look at that. Nope, Never mind. That. Never mind. I like my time better. Right. Midnight is the big topic extravaganza. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys leave, and she bows her head to you again, and she says, "Thank you so much for engaging me in this wonderful conversation. You all seem like very nice people. Good luck. Thank you. Bye, Sarah. It was nice seeing you again. Bye, Featherine. Bye. All right. All right. Toodles. I definitely two. want to do puzzles tonight, but don't you think we should see the mermaid? Next. Yes. We're right next door to it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Silver Song Lake? Yeah, right? She might smell like Serena. All right. So you're going to Silver Song Lake? Yeah. Is that next door? Yeah. We're right there. Okay. So mist gathers at the banks of a shimmering lake. Near its center, a mermaid lounges in a giant bowl, (laughs) singing a glorious, haunting song that captivates spectators on the lakeshore. In response, the lake water coalesces into magical sculptures that whirl around her as she performs. So, and you guys look. Go ahead and give me perception checks. 
Ooh. I got a 26 and I'll kind of shut in. Oh, I got a nat 22. I got a 26. Perception? She looks exactly like Serena. Oh. Get out. Like it's exactly. not Serena. It looks exactly like her. I want to cash that. Yeah, I got a 25, actually. I got a 21. Oh, I can't cash anything in. I ain't going to get that 20 this time. I should cash in my next one. I'll cash that in, too. Is that, what, 250 experience points, then? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what they're talking about, Eric, is once per game, you can cash in your highest roll and convert it into experience points. Mm. And it's that roll times 10. So, let me see here. Alessandra, or I mean, my tree was yours. 26. She looks exactly like Serena. Maeve, what was yours? She's got a twin. 25. Okay. She's a mimic. Does she have a twin? Do we know that about Serena? Or is she just... Is this what mermaids do? They all look alike? No. I don't know. That's weird. She's unique. I don't know. This is... Is she? <laughs> That's really Could it be her? <laughs> Could it be? Could it be her? Well, my perception wasn't great, so right. could it be her? I mean, no, it's not her. No. Do we, okay. <laughs> with with per, no, perceptions no. that high, do we? Is it her, or we just she's just exactly? No, it looks like, exactly like her. Okay. Like they could be related. Right. So, uh huh. Didn't she? She has she, a twin. Wasn't she looking for a family? No. I think we all kind of are. Right. So we need to. We definitely need to talk to her. Right. Uh. Does it look like she's in the middle of a show? That we so can't she's singing, or? and suddenly you hear this, Boo! You suck! Ooh. Get out of here! Nobody likes Aquarians! Ooh. And you see her kind of falter for a second. She keeps singing. Where'd that come from? And I take her her javelin or stick or whatever, and I bop them on So there's a bunch of people that are watching. So you can't tell exactly where it came from. Oh, I think I wasn't gonna do anything that people saw. It was gonna. I was gonna secretly, secretly stab him. Just use my weapon to secretly stab him with. Yeah, and hand it right back. I don't see that happen. No, I was happened. There's there's ways we can resolve that without. Yeah, right. Overtly violent. Sneaky, sneaky, stabby, stabby. We can. We can. We can seriously harm this person. Do we need to just because they're they're no, heckling a mermaid? No, we don't. I don't but think it's this like is our worth... sister, and I feel protective We're, of that. That seems like a huge assumption. It's someone that looks like somebody, and I don't even know who this Serena person is. I'm not. You met her, but I, I mean, I'm already. I already had the swan warn me I'm under the gun. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, because I'm dressed like a pilgrim. I mean, yeah. successful thieves don't advertise. Who they are. It's just your face. Your face. Is <laughs> you and the El Paso police both tell me that. <laughs> can you hand me a paper towel behind you? Did you want one of these? I don't want this dripping. No, I'm putting in this thing right here, but thank you, sir. I don't want it dripping on my surge protector. That would be bad. That would be bad. Can you watch and see if the person starts to make noise again? Sure. All right. So you guys are watching. She's still she's still performing. You're like, I'm gonna hang out, wait till the performance is done, right? I think we should um, do the opposite, like clap and cheer. Yeah, her on I so agree. That, yeah, I agree. You know, she we can drown out the very good point. But like obnoxiously, yeah, but job. not but not like fake. No, no, no we're not no. gonna make like, it feel bad. Like loud. while they cheer, I'm gonna try and engage this guy in like a craps <laughs> game or something. Nice, yeah. okay. distract nice. him. Distract Just get him to shut up. All right. Like so, all right. So, you guys, who's going to be clapping and stuff? We need a performance check. Oh, 
My, my high charisma is going to... I make a class. Oh, we should get another natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> 18. Okay. Natural 20 for right. a result of 19. So you're just like, yay. That's <laughs> very cool. Meanwhile, you two are like, oh my God, I love that one. And you suddenly hear this, this, boo, shut up in the front. You suck. Give me a perception check. Okay, so you look, you're kind of watching the scan in the crowd, and you guys are cheering in the front, like, yay, good, and he's trying to keep an eye out, and you guys see, he, he zones in for a second, you see somebody heckling, and you can see the rest of the crowd kind of looking over, like, that's messed up, dude, and then he ducks back. And disappears. Yeah. So. Not like invisible disappears, but yeah, blends in with the, the rest crowd. of the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I'm, like I'm going to follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Sounds like you, a job for you then. Give me another perception check. This guy's me off. 16. Oh. So. You kind of start snaking through the crowd. You can see this person kind of pushing through the crowd. And the crowd's looking at him like, what the heck are you doing? As you keep pushing through. And you see the his back for a brief second. And it looks like a, a, a teenage-ish looking human boy person. Male figure. And you look. And you see like this brownish shirt thing. And you swear you blink. And they're gone. And you see somebody with a red shirt kind of like duck off to the side. And you're like... Brown. Wait. Where? And you see this person keep on pushing through the crowd, and now the crowd's totally oblivious, and you're trying to keep up with him, and suddenly he's gone. And you're like, dang, the hell? And you're looking around, and they did not just disappear in this crowd of people. That is weird. Give me an arcana check. So you're like, did I just lose him? Am I losing it? Am I losing my roguish skills? No. No, I'm not. What are you guys doing? Are you guys... So that second heckler... It's them. It's their fault. Yep. Yeah, I know. The second heckler, again, kind of... She kind of... Kind of like pauses for a second, but she keeps singing. Pulls in Adele and just like... (laughs) Keeps singing. Remember Adele when she was like in the middle of her song and she... Do you have her silence? I know Serena has a silent spell. Do you? We could just put on that part of the audience. Yeah. I don't have anything like that. I think so. so you guys watch as Zuno kind of stalks off into the crowd. And you see him kind of snaking around, like looking, and all of a sudden he stands up taller and looks around, starts doing this number. Lost him. All right. So let her you gonna keep again. on cheering? Let's or just gonna... keep cheering so that he's going to eventually do it again. So you just have to keep yep. eyeballing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should probably have an advantage next time. Just saying. Okay. It's a crowd. There's probably about 40, 45 people here. I'm ready silence spell. <clears throat> because if I... I'm gonna well, if you ready it and you don't cast it within the next six seconds, you lose it. it. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like put it... You lose it. Out of my pocket, but put it back in? No. No? Once it's out of your pocket, it's out of your pocket. But it only takes six seconds, so... 
But do we, we don't want have to ready it, but just be because we, we need to find out who he is and why. Because then he'll probably be silenced. He'll probably be like, but not. We, we're really, like, our focus is the mermaid, right? Right. Like, we should get to know. Like, I guess so. make, right. We're helping her, right? By silencing By the heckler? silencing her. Right. Okay. So what are you doing in the meantime? Are you keeping an eye out for this person to cast your silence spells? So you're not necessarily cheering? You know what? I'm cheering, but I'm like, <laughs> can I Can I mm-hmm. set Torag on the, on the deal? Sure. All right. So, so I bring Torag out. And I... Flies up. Hey, Torag. Hey, go find the idiot who's yelling at this woman. And uh, heckling her. Okay. Oh, you don't. You let me do it. Oh, I was replying. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to me. I love, I love, you talked to me like that. It's okay. Okay. No. So there you go. There you go. So Todrag flies up, and he's kind of just flying around the perimeter of the crowd of people, kind of looking down, keeping eyes his eye on people. Um. So you're gonna give me a performance check with disadvantage because you're distracted. If you are you cheering again? I'm still cheering. All right, go ahead and give me a performance check. I mean, how hard is it? Maeve, that are you cheer? are you cheering this time? I'm or cheering. You... I'm cheering. Gosh, I am I'm cheering and uh, checking on Tordak. Sarah is just kind of watching. Sarah can can clap and cheer if she Six. wants. You want me to do a perception for Tordak? Huh? Yeah. yeah, you're not a very enthusiastic type of person. Uh, I'm not. Like, you're like a eh. Uh, great right. job. Uh, my performance is not that good that time. No, not, mine is not I'm probably too focused on Tordak. Yep, rookie got a one too. So since you guys are just distracted, that's all. I mean, you're like, hey, <laughs> yay, woohoo! All right, cool. Encore. Hey, well, I'm to help. That's why. I'm Can I do? You're awesome. Can you do what? Perception for Torek? Or not yet? Um, in a second, yeah. Okay. So again, you guys are distracted, and out of nowhere, near you guys can tell that the song is culminating in the crescendo in the end. She's doing a straight up Fifth Element. Um, tall blue lady. Trademark. Oh no. Trademark. Oh. <laughs> no. You don't like that? that was spot on. It was, right? Thank Nailed you. It. Nailed it. For who is that in real life? It's a um a machine. No. That's her. That's, that's seriously her. That's it. No. Uh, there is an Asian girl that did sing that song though and got it on key. I huh. I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um so she's getting this, coming to this crescendo, and she's singing, and sure enough, you suck! No, man, it's your time! All right, so perception check. Um, Eleven. Pers- well, you're performing, and you're percepting, and you're... So perception check with disadvantage. Oh, come on. You're performing, you're clapping, you're, you're just like... Eh, so nothing. So oh, Lord, I'm done with perception check for Toreg. Fourteen. Fourteen? Fourteen for Toreg. Fifteen, yeah. Fifteen. With disadvantage? Yes. Ooh, alright. So you guys, all three of you see it. So you see it, you see it, and Toreg nice. he, he points. And he's got a little laser pointer on nice. his finger. And he's like, <laughs> Silence. And okay, hold on. So you look over and it's Silence! I kill you. Um you see what looks to be like a little boy. Like a little elven boy. who's like yelling, Ah, you suck! And people are like, Shh, that's so rude. But you guys see this, and at the same time, time, sorry, I'm going country. <laughs> at the same time, I'm going country. Um, right? Palasha, the merfolk, the girl, stops singing. And she's just, she's like, 
fine! And she, she's in this giant fishbowl-looking thing. That's, that's the centerpiece. That's like what she's performing out of. She jumps out of it and jumps into the lake and starts to swim away. And you guys see this little elven boy. You're dead set on him. You're like, oh, I'm going to cast silence on him. I'm going to get him. And you see Turag pointing down like, like he's, I can't do it. Sorry, goodbye. And you see him turn around and start running through the crowd. Give me... Crowd. So give me an acrobatics check as you push through the crowd. 18. Nice. Ooh. All right. Give me a arcana check as you try to get your silent spell off on him before he pushes through the crowd. Now you realize, too, it's a different person than when you saw before. 15. Okay. And now give me an... So he's flying, so he's going to be communicating with you. Mm-hmm. Give me an insight check for him. Insight. Yep, because he's trying to communicate to you, and you're trying to read his... Hey, where's he going? Which... Big ol' nine. All right. So he's trying to keep up with you, but you're losing sight of him. Yeah. Because you're a gnome. Okay. So you're trying to push you the crowd, too. the legs. So you see, you're chasing after him, Zuno. You see him, and right in front of your eyes, you see him go like this, and lift something on his head, and he turns into somebody else. Yeah. And he pushes through, and you see it just as you get your spell off, and you you this kind of emanates around you, and now you're in this silence aura, where now you can't hear anything, and everybody's like everybody in the ten foot radius of silence cast on him, are going, they're all looking at you like, and then suddenly as he keeps moving, boom, the air comes back into their ears, and they start talking, and they're like, what the hell? But you're probably at about 10 feet at the limit of that spell right behind him, chasing after him. Mm-hmm. What's everybody else doing? Doesn't some stick to whatever you cast it on? Yeah. That's why he said when he got out of the crowd that okay. he could hear again. Okay. Um, I want to see where she went. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think that that's the most important thing. We need to talk to her. Yeah. I'll let Tora go with. I'll say, hey, yeah. stick with. Let me chase the small boy. Right. right. <laughs> well, he's not a small boy anymore. I know. I know. Yeah. Now he's a dwarf. Got it. So I'll I'll say Tora, go help uh help our new rogue friend, and I'll go with you guys to go see where the mermaid went. So she went back into the lake. disguise. Right. Yep. So she is up here, and see she was in this, kind of like in this middle thing, putting right. on a performance. She jumps in, and she goes. I'm looking upside down, so she goes this way. She starts swimming. Okay. Swimming so. in, the, in the in the lake, away from you guys. <laughs> I'm just shouting, Serena, come back. What do we know her name? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Palasha. So it's Serena Palasha. No, just Serena Palasha. <laughs> See if she'll hear us. I'm trying to get her get her attention somehow. It's a good name. Yeah. Okay, so once you guys. Once she jumps into the river and starts swimming away, you can feel the palatable aura of the carnival, like lesson, like the mood kind of just went down. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like people are just like the crowd is like, oh god, it sucks, and they're both angry at this person who was heckling, but also the fact that Pelosi didn't get to finish her song. It was such a beautiful song. She got interrupted a bunch of times, and it's really sad. We just got our in. 
Okay, so you're going to chase uh, Palasha? Yeah. Can we ask Sarah? Sarah, do you know where Palasha would go right now? Um, roll a dice for me, Sarah. Give me a d20. Just roll it. That is a d20. Go for it. What'd you get? 14. So, you go, well, you know, Palasha is in love with Candlefoot. They love each other. So if she's going in the river that way, he's over at the Hall of Illusions. So she might have gone that way. Some weird stuff happened when he tried to propose. They've been distant since then, but they still love each other. So I don't know if they've been talking, but we haven't seen them together since that happened. But who knows? She might be eyeing him from far away, trying to figure out, get up the nerve to go talk to him. And she's seeking some comfort, right? She's mm-hmm. upset about her just happened. performance being interrupted. So she might have made it to the Hall of Illusions. All right. So the girls should be head that way and uh, leave our rogue friend and Toreg to try to track down this dwarf. Well, it just so happens that he's going in the same direction towards the Hall of Illusions. Interesting. All right. So you guys head that way. (laughs) You guys copy. All right. So, as you guys are walking that way, just outside of the Hall of Illusions, a wooden mannequin, mannequin, mannequin of a grinning, raven-haired young woman in witch's attire and a green flowing cape hovers inside a glass cabinet. At the top of the cabinet, a sign reads, Tasha the Wizard, known for her hideous laughter. <laughs> a halfling couple holds hands as they approach the glass cabinet. One of the halflings is wearing butterfly face paint. As he drops to one knee and pulls a small box from his pocket, his sweetheart bursts into laughter and begins rolling on the ground. The halfling in face paint begins sobbing and darts into the nearby tent without getting his ticket punched. Uh oh. So, dispel? Do you have dispel? That's Natasha's hideous laughter, right? Uh, can I analyze the situation? Sure, you can arcana check. Arcana, eighteen plus eight. 26. Okay. Yep. So it looks, well, so it looks like um, something as part of that cabinet. Yeah. Um, does that spell? Does that spell? Right. Yep. And she got too close, and maybe they didn't realize it. Uh-huh. You could sense the palpable aura of right. that spell kind of emanating from them. Mm-hmm. You guys are you're like, stay away from that cabinet, mm-hmm. guys. Stay away from the witch's cabinet. Um, but the the girl that's laughing is still laughing and she's actually crying now. She's like going like this to the other male halfling who runs in. Um, he runs in past this um, human boy. He's probably about 17 or 18 years old and he's wearing these, this green outfit and he's got fairy wings on and he tries to stop him but you see him go... Ugh! It's him. And he, he's like... As the halfling runs into the Hall of Illusions. Um, You see... um, This little guy is pretty fast that you're chasing. Even though it's a dwarf, it looks like a dwarf right now. He's booking. And you're doing your your best to try not to let him catch on that you're following him. So you're trying to be stealthy. But in doing that, you're having to duck into corners and run tents and... 
gradually you, you see your way you're making your way towards the hall of illusions you guys are almost mirroring him like he you guys can see them you guys can't see him because he's trying to be stealthy you can see them kind of walking fast-paced towards the hall of illusions and you're just, as you're watching them looking at him give me a perception check All right, you're looking, looking at him, looking at him, look at it. Fuck! He's gone. The last place you saw him, though, was making a beeline for the Hall of Illusions. And, like, not like if this is the beeline, this is the entrance, this is the back, more angling towards the back of the tent of the Hall of Illusions. All right. Okay, so you guys are about coming out at the same time. So between the, as fast as he was going, as you were silent as you were trying to be, and then making the beeline for the Hall of Illusions, you almost all get there at the same time. Right. I don't know if you want to join Why back you guys up. Go, and... go in the front. I'm gonna go around the back. All right. So Halfling has run inside, crying. Um, you guys, as you approach, go ahead. Is there anything that we can do to get her away from the, the heckling, the laughing that she's doing? Is there something that we can do to help her? So she warns you, don't get close to that cabinet. And this poor halfling female is just sitting there laughing, crying, unable to do anything. So can, like, on, She's got her back to you. She's pointing Mike, at the hall. You... She's like, no, she's just bawling. She's uncontrollable. Mikey, do you have to spell magic? Are you able to undo a, a magic? I have no I don't have anything. I How about? How bad would it be? I have. Calculate if she's ten pounds. How heavy are they? Can you pull her with a jacket? I have to spell magic. I have it, but it's not active. How heavy are um halflings? Like children's size? They're they're little. Yeah, they're wee. I was gonna say she used to mage hand and pick her up and move her. But I can't pick her up. So after a couple more seconds, she finally starts. The tears stop coming. She stops laughing as much, and she just turns around. She goes. Ruben, come back out! It's I'm out here. I'm waiting. And she's not laughing anymore. Okay. She's crying. All right. So she does she see us now? If you make your presence known, yeah. Okay. Well, we're, I'm gonna make my presence known. Say, hey, come over here. We're gonna try to help you get him back. She goes, uh, how? He's in there. It's I've never been in. It's a hall of illusions. I'm gonna lose him in there. He's gonna leave me. Right, wait here then. We'll go get him. And you just wait here. Please wait here for us, okay? We'll be right back out with him. Okay. You promise to wait. Of course. Okay. Thank you so much. Of course. I just can't bring myself to go look for him. That's he okay. just tried to propose. I feel so bad. Well, we know. Here we go, <laughs> So as you guys kind of start walking towards the Hall of Illusions, this large tent is painted with a mural of shifting images that show grinning fairies diving into pools of color. The helical stripes of the tent's pointed canopies rotate in spirals, and the whole display seems designed to befuddle onlookers. A clown dressed in muted garb stands at the tent's entrance, blinking at you. At his candlefoot. He's wearing like a green... He looks like Peter Pan with a weird thing on his head and fairy wings. So we're going to talk to him. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Oh, what am I going to say? So, what happened? Why can't you talk to your girl? Oh, he's muted. You got a piece of paper? You want to write that down? You don't know how to write? Okay. Uh, you don't have anything? I mean... Do, do you we have, have any? 
Do we have anything that we can help them out with so you can tell us what to do? Trying. The only thing I have is impart knowledge. Don't think it works like that. Is there anything on the ground that we can like have him write with? Like in the dirt or something? I'm gonna ask my dude if he has any idea on how I can get this guy to talk. Can I ask him? This power is beyond me. Oh. <laughs> All right, come on. Hmm. So Do you need to communicate anything other than Palasha's sure. coming? What's that? Do you need to communicate anything other than Palasha's coming to him? We don't know what's well, you guys, so you guys can see the river probably about 30 or 40 feet away, right. but you don't see anything. Floor? I mean, it's grassy. It's not grassy, necessary. not dirt? No. Can we take him down to the riverbank? Well, he... So you guys... So everybody go ahead and give me, like, an insight check. 16. Oh, ugh. No. Uh, I got some insight. 21. So, he's a lot more paler, more pale than a standard human. He looks very monochromatic, like a very bland. He doesn't have energy to do anything. He just... You need some iron? <laughs> he's very just... Wow. You need a multivitamin? <laughs> you need some vitamin D. I got some carrots. Nice. Right? Some carrots. Is, it the, um, is, it, is, he, is he dying from heartbreak? Lesser restoration? Yeah. Something. Are you feeling well? That's a yes or no, right? Can you answer yes or no questions? Yeah. Can I heal you? Yes. You don't know. I'm gonna try lesser restoration. What do you think? Right? Can we try something on you? See if it'll do you... work? <laughs> it's okay. She's she I don't yeah, know you. Right, but she's I, I can vouch for her and I know you can <laughs> she, she can vouch for us. Right, Sarah's a friend. She can vouch for us. It's okay, they're here to help. You good? Okay. Hey, we're trying to help you. Uh, you hear this? <laughs> From inside the Hall of Illusions. Uh, right. And I sorry put my hand out. And am I gonna do it? Yeah. Alright. You think? That's the restoration. Nothing happens. Oh. Chalk off your small slot. I know. Dang it. Alright, well, I'm gonna, I think we're gonna go inside the Candlefoot, hall. Candlefoot, you, you can tell we want to help, right? And we know that Palasha's coming this way, too. We'd like to help her. She's coming Palasha. this way. Mm -hmm. We saw her swimming this way. Oh. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You look handsome. It's good. She's, she's a... Do you need some chapstick? Probably needing some, some comfort, Candlefoot. I don't think her, somebody heckled her. So she, you might, she might make a nice hug from you, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you know something Me. about that? You have a beak? A heckler. Was it a little? Was it a big person or a little person? It was a little person. A little person. Small. We? With a beak. It's a kenku. It's a ken. The person's a kenku. He's changing. No? There's a there's a kenku who does that. That talks. And they stole, stole your voice. voice. And a kenku stole your voice. Well, I stole his. Where do we find this kenku to get it back from you? You don't know. Is it here in the festival somewhere? Is there somebody who would know that we should ask? Would Sarah know? Somebody with a pointy hat? A wizard. The 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 girl. The main girl. Oh, oh um, Caliban. The HBS. 
to HBIC. You're right. Caliban would know. Caliban would know. Right. She has everyone. How do we get to Caliban? No, we yet. win the. We have to. We gotta win. I gotta win the emperor, the crown. Continue to do nice okay. things. All right. Well, look. Uh, sorry, I we, can't heal you. We, 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 we hate my life. All right, I'm look, gonna go we, inside. We want to help you, to but we've got to help that gentleman first. In there, is there something we need to know before we go in? What we need our tickets. Our tickets punched. Yeah, I have, yeah. But what else? What else? Is there any trick that we need to know to help this gentleman inside? We're not here for fun. We're here to help. Go in. You don't go in. You don't think we should go in. Oh, you don't go, go in. in. You don't go in. Is it scary? Do you know anything about it? It's cold? It's cold. Oh, right. Right. No. It's scary. not for you. It's scary. scary. Freaky. Yeah. yeah. Gives you the creeps. Right. Okay. The Kenku's in there. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. I'll right? get him. We'll All get right. him if you want. He's around back. And he comes he's, through. He's hiding in between the lines. So he may walk around back, goes inside. He right. goes inside. And hides. And hi comes underneath. Mm -hmm. Got it. He's going to scare okay. us, isn't he? Who knows? All right. All right. Well, do, you think we do you think we should go around back? Or do you well, think we should go have around back? I'm right. already around back. Right, okay. yeah. So let's just meet in the middle. We're going to go inside and... And I look at him and I say, we're going to get your voice back. Good luck. I'll take this little beak. Let's not overpromise. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to all right, so All right, if so you going in through the front, check off your tickets. Yep, good. If you're just, just going to sneak in through the back, the problem is um, give me a survival check. Oh. See so if you can figure it, out. If this makes any difference, before I try to slip under the, the back of this tent, so I have an entertainer background. Ooh. i got a set of costume clothes and a musical instrument, so I'm throwing those on so that if I'm challenged by anybody, I'm here with the band. That's okay. right. Survival check, huh? Yep. <laughs> oh boy, it doesn't look good for old Zuno, which means unlucky. You're five. Okay. Yeah, so you're trying to figure out what part of the tent he might have slipped under. You're looking for footprints, you're looking for any kind of indication, you have no idea where. You know, these guys are going through the front, and if you're in the back and it's a part different part of the tent, you might get lost, you might just kind of get confused. So I don't know if it's in your best interest to stick with them, or if you want to try to sneak in through the back. It's up to you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, trying to track someone in a carnival is, like, tracking is not a thing that's done. But he went in the back. Mm -hmm. I mean, You're pretty big, sure that was the last direction he was how going. How big is this? Um, that's pretty, pretty big. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to make a complete circuit and then just come around, right around the front. So. All right, go ahead and check your ticket. All right, so... You guys are inside. It's tall mirrors that line the interior walls of the tent. Uh, the mirrors near the entrance reflect onlookers in their youth. The images grow steadily older until the mirrors deep within the hall reflect onlookers in their twilight years. As you begin to analyze and scrutinize your reflections, describe to me what each of you look like as a child and what you might look like in old age. You're first. What do you look like as a child? As a child? Oh, right. You're a half-elf, right? No, human. Human? Yeah. Um, so you were abducted from outside of Atlantis and brought here. That's how humans work yeah. in Atlantis. So to you, you might be wearing, what's your ethnic background, your character? What do you think? 
like abducted from Earth. Mm -hmm. oh, Mexican. Okay. So you look <laughs> Mexican. Um, like there are images of you wearing Mexican attire as a younger child, um, running around in the streets of wherever you're from, if you're Aztec or if you're straight up from Mexico. Um, you're, Old Mexico. Old Mexico. <laughs> Tijuatuquan, right? Tijuatuquan? That's the name of the capital yes, city. Tenochtitlan? Well, thank you. I mean, you're talking like real old. I'm talking like Republic of. Oh, no, no. The eagle and the snake. Oh, no, this is 533 A.D. Oh, okay. So in the 6th century. This is long before the Aztecs came out. Teotihuacan. Yeah, Well, no, Aztecs. The Aztecs had been in the Valley of Mexico less than 200 years when the Spanish arrived. They were themselves invaders. If we need a history lesson, which we don't. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm all about it. I love the industry. They they migrated. So there she's from, Olmec. They migrated there from the area up, in South up America, around, right? Like, no, New Mexico, West Texas. Okay, well she's Olmec, so she's from South America, yeah. and they were taken from South America. That's why Olmecs disappeared, and that's I I don't know the, too much of the history, but I believe you. <laughs> so. So describe yourself as a child, what you're doing, running around, how you're doing it. Is it just... skinny kid, naked, playing in the dirt with a hoop and a stick? Okay. How about oh, as an older person? Collecting shells. Okay. How about as an older person now in Atlantis? Well, now I'm in Atlantis. You were abducted because you had some kind of psychic potential. Yeah. And brought here. Awesome mustache. Okay. Shaved head. I must awesome ask you a question. Mustache. Yes. <laughs> All right. My tree. I am pixie like. Okay. How about as an older person now? Um, less bubbly. And just a little bit though? Just Not a too much? Bit. Um, but still kind and trying to heal, you know, other elderly and sick people. Okay. Alright. How about you, Alessandra? How do you look like as a little kid? Um, very happy. Small. Excited, full of life, um, didn't have a care in the world until, you know, tragedy struck and, you know, all that other stuff. And so now I am the old person, less enthusiastic still, and not happy, and very bitter, and moody. Moody. Uh, slapping little kids with a stick. <laughs> Get off my lawn! Sarah, do you want to play? What do you look like as a child? <coughs> Fair skin, petite, um, big saucer-like eyes, and extremely long hair, almost to the ground. Hmm. Very impish face, um, mischievous, playful. And as an older person? Uh, there's still that, I think, youth in, in my eyes, but... Um, Wizened, I think, um, has gone through some struggles, um, has maybe not aged well, but there is, um, still humor, hope. Very cool. Maeve? This is very sad for Maeve. Oh. She's caught up, um, because if anybody else can see it, mm -hmm. what you see is Maeve as a whole child with both her arms and her eye before the tragedy, before the bombing. 
and she just looks at herself with her two big long purple braids as a child, a whole person before her arm and her eye were replaced by her mother. So that's very sad for her um, to see how she used to look. Mm -hmm. But as an older person, is this how she would imagine herself? Mm -hmm. So as an older person, she has a still a robot arm, but it's more human looking. And her eyepiece is now replaced with a digital eye. So she's, this is her hope for the future that she can continue to improve herself and what she can do with building her golem parts to become more natural looking to still robotic, still a replacement for what she lost, but more, more natural looking again. Mm. So. <laughs> no tears. Um, give me uh, an insight check, Maeve. Well, that's not good for... It's only six. Okay. So you spend a good amount of time yeah. looking at the younger version the of The younger you. version of myself. Um, yeah. But you don't reach out. You're intimidated by your reflection, so you don't reach out and touch mm -hmm. the mirror. Um, all right. So as you guys get through the shock of seeing your younger and older selves, you look for Ruben. Um, Ruben is in this giant hall of illusions somewhere. So, you guys are going to spend your time looking for him? Yeah. Alright, everybody give me a perception check. Oh, I know for Pete's sake, a natural one. I am wrapped up in the mirror. One. <laughs> Not a natural one, but... Yeah. <laughs> 10, 21. Alright. So, after one minute, you can't find him. He's nowhere to be found. You hear him sobbing. And then you hear somebody whispering to him. And you're like, what are they whispering? You can hear him. He's not sobbing anymore. You're yelling for him. You're like, Ruben, Ruben, come out. We're here to help you. And it's just, you're in a huge mirror maze, right? You guys are constantly like, okay, this way. And you don't even see him at all. All right. Roll another perception check. This is your second minute you're spending looking for him. Twelve. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Eighteen. All right. So you guys, actually, Sarah, go ahead and roll a dice for me. You will be the tiebreaker. Mm. That was, that, was that five? Mm -hmm. Five? Mm -hmm. All right. So. Can she use my perception? <coughs> that would be no, it's not, gonna, it's not going to give you a plus ten. It would so. give you plus eight. It's not going to give you a plus ten. So... Um, you guys are kind of getting split up a little bit and the talking is getting louder and you can hear it and you hear him not sobbing anymore which is making it harder for you to find him and you hear him kind of uh-huh yeah I, I could that, that's a good idea I might do you think I should and you hear this yes don't listen Ruben dreams come true no 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 alright last perception check let me see what you get Two. 21. Oh, girls. Nice. Oh, 18 plus. All right. You found him. Yes. So you come around the corner. Ooh, wow, 23 then. And you see him standing there staring at his reflection. He's gazing wordly into the mirror. And it's creepy because 
you see him standing there and you see the mirror he's looking at you see him and his reflection but in the reflection you see a little girl in a pig mask that could be seen in the mirror whispering to the halfling's reflection and he's like okay uh-huh and as soon as you guys turn the corner the little girl in the pig face mask sees you guys and runs away and you guys see um, Ruben slowly walking towards the mirror no, no don't touch it Ruben don't touch it alright everybody give me an athletics check as you run forward and run. make sure you don't bash in any mirrors Actually, 18. Slow as okay. Slow. I tripped seven. Two. Do I have time to blast the mirror? Ooh. <laughs> Instead of him touching it, can I? Can I? Can I lightning bolt it? Can I throw a rock at oh. it? Oh, yeah, right. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that reaction. So, would you roll? Oh, I didn't roll. That's why I was. Yeah, going give to me ask an acrobatic check. An acrobatic. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's not good. Eight. All right. What'd you roll? Um, I had, uh, it was athletics or acrobatics? Acrobatics. Oh, let me, I didn't roll for that one. Let me roll for one. I don't trust Rick, what'd you roll? Uh, terrible, too. Rick, roll. Rick, roll. <laughs> um, 12. Who's what'd you roll? Who's Rick roll? 18. All right. So, Rick, roll. You're not... Rick Astley. No, yeah. I know. TM. So, all right, so all of you guys see this weird thing. You don't even have to roll a perception or kind of insight check. That's creepy to see the reflection Mm -hmm. but not the real person there. Mm -hmm. And you're judging your angles. You're judging. You're in a huge hall of mirrors. So at first you're like, is he right there in front of me or is it a reflection of a reflection? Is that why I'm not seeing the little girl? But you guys are able. You guys are pretty established, and you guys have spent two and a half minutes in here looking for him. So you finally kind of gotten the, the layout of the maze room. And between you darting forward and you charging up your lightning thing, mm-hmm. all this at the same time, you chuck a rock or whatever. You're going to throw a rock. Do you have What do you have in your pocket? Gold coin? Anything? Something heavy? Dagger? Yeah. 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 Coin. You chuck not, something. Not dagger. Yeah, you something, chuck something hard enough. Mirror. Yeah. Well, hard. well, you throw whatever you're going to throw, and it goes through the mirror. Ooh. And it disappears. Oh, the tent stake that I took from outside? Yeah, yeah that thing. <laughs> no, the bones. You got some bone arms, too. Oh, yeah. Chuck those like a weird kind of splinter dagger. Um, same thing. You go... And the electricity starts to arc. And you see, as you as you point your arm, mm-hmm. and you're pointing, you kind of really quick take a glance next to you. And you see, as you look back, your image, your reflection winks at you. Yeah. And you're like, ah! And I only have one eye. Would this be considered a trap? No. It's not, you're not trapped. So, between your acrobatics and all the ruckus you guys are causing, you're able, so I, you got like enough saves, so above enough fails. So he stops, and he he looks back, and he goes, but she promised me. Liar. If I go with her, yeah. she'll help me. No, we can help you. All right, so... Persuasion checks. Eighteen. Eleven. Ruben, the devil will always mix the truth with 15. lies. Fifteen. Nice. They're always going to tell you what it's hard for me to see. Fifteen. Mm. Eleven. Come on. Come on, let me persuade him. Give me a persuasion check. Yeah. 
She's gonna persuade too. <laughs> yeah, it's a ten. My charisma sucks. Mine doesn't. She's fourteen, and I have fifteen. Let's see how charismatic you are. Give her four d six. We're gonna roll your charisma score right now. Roll those. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take your high three. Eleven. He steps through the mirror. No! no! Wait, wait. Twelve. That's a twelve. That's a twelve. Still twelve is a plus zero, I think. It's a twelve plus six. It's a plus, plus one. Ten. Twelve is a plus one, right? It's twelve a plus one. That's yeah. a plus one. Is it a twelve? It is a twelve. Is it a twelve? It's a twelve. I thought it was a three, a two, and a six. And a one. You said the high three and a one. Yeah, it's a six, a three, and a two, right? That's eleven. Right. Six plus five is eleven. We roll ones. We roll ones. You always say we roll ones. No, we don't roll ones. No. You roll forty-six to the high three. So. His youthful, after he passes through the pain, his youthful reflection takes the girl's hand and walks away with her. The hand of the little girl just appears and comes out of the mirror. Just the mirrors, like the hand is floating there. And he looks at you guys and he goes, and he takes her hand and pulls through and disappears into the mirror. Can we try to grab him and pull him back with the hand? His youthful reflection takes the girl's hand and walks away with her. The ring he intended for his sweetheart drops to the floor inside the hall as he disappears. Yeah. Ruben, you're going to end up giving her half your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know her. You don't even know her. Oh, so I can't bless the mirror? So you promised the, the little halfling that we'd bring Ruben back. No. We should wear a mask. She'd be happy. No, I said <laughs> I would kill the beak man. It's just a plain gold ring. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, just gold. it's just picking it up. So not leaving a ring on the ground. Not leaving money on the table. That's bad. There you go. Yeah. Bad juju. All right. You're going to steal the can ring. I, no, I didn't say I stole it. I'm picking it up. Look, the ring's owner just stepped through a magic mirror. I'm trying to analyze the situation and see if I look back at my reflection again. If I can, can I, can I try to talk to the little girl and see what she wants to give him back? I know you want to give it to somebody. Hmm. So, you walk up to that same mirror. Yeah. Give me an insight check. Insight. Seventeen. The mirror is almost rippling like water. Okay. As you look. And as you look, you're standing off by yourself. He's picking up the gold coin. She's pissed off. She's yelling at Alessandra. We didn't do it. We couldn't stop it. Can I Sarah's still see him? Can I still see him? No. He's not walking away nope. yet. You can't see him. Can we the lightning the mirror and stick our hands So you go up to the mirror and you're kind of looking at it. And as you tilt your head this way to look at it, your reflection tilts this way. You're like... And your, your reflection respond, responds. I would totally And you look... And it's your youthful version of you. Uh -huh. So it's you with your normal eye and yeah. your normal hand. And you look down at your hand, and as you look at your hand, you look back up, and you're smiling. Ew. And you're like... This is straight out of lock and don't go. Like, showing you, like, I can give you your hand back. Yeah. Liar. Mm-mm. And she's, she's, she puts out her hand. Your hand stays there, but she puts out her hand, like, giving mm -hmm. her hand and come with me. Maeve, wake up. Maeve. You know me? Dave. What's the dude's name? Ruben? 
Mm-hmm. Raven? Would you send your bring, little pet through? Bring Ruben back out. And your, your reflection goes... Alright, no, bring Ruben out and I'll go in. Bring Ruben out and I'll go in. I'll join you there. I'll go in too if you bring Ruben out. Well, this is, this is well, I'll go in. We yeah. all float down here. Oh, that's, that is definitely not happening. I've seen enough Scooby-Doo Hold episodes out. to know you Just... don't go through the Hall of Mirrors. I watched Lock and Key. I saw that shit with the smiles. Mm-mm. Nope. But nothing happens. She just she stands there with her arm, now almost an exact reflection of yours. I, I reach into my pocket and I put a cookie in her hand. <laughs> okay. I want to see what she does. Does she take it in? It's her reflection. Yeah, I know. Did she reach through the mirror to me? No. Like the hand sticking. No, out. she's got her hand like your hand. Oh, I like your hands like this. Her hand is almost in the same spot, except it's flesh. Mm-hmm. And like her hand just comes out a little bit more than yours and goes like this, like. Oh, you know. like can I lightning lure her? Ooh, yes. You're gonna lightning lure your reflection. Yep. yep. I don't want to pass through it myself, but I want to send something through to drag her back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Alright. Well, it's a it's spell. It's a pig face. Mm-hmm. Is it a, it's an attack roll, right? Wait, hold on. I, I don't think it's check. a saving throw. I, I think check, you, have check, to, check. you have to hit them. Yeah. I get a check, I get a check, I get a check. Uh, it's a strength save on their part. But you got to hit them first, right? Uh, one creature I see save saves or pulled ten feet to me. Hmm. Yes. After they strength save. And that's my DC is 16. Strength save. Come hmm. on, little me. You ain't that strong. Let's see. Where is little you? Little you, where are you? There you are. Alright. Uh, I don't think that's going to save, but we'll see. Ooh, spinning, spinning, spinning. What's your save? Uh, 16. Strength save. So, you have your hand like this. Uh-huh. Or like this. Yeah. And she's got her hand kind of like doing like this. And mm-hmm. you, you look down at your hand. And you start arcing the electricity. And she looks down at your hand as well, like the mimic. And she's looking at your hand like confused. And you and at the last second you look up out of the, above the brow of your eyes. And you point your finger at her like this. And, yep. you go, and this <laughs> lightning bolt comes goes through the mirror. Yep. Wraps around this image that suddenly blurs uh-huh. and becomes the little pig-faced girl. Yes, right. I want her. Drag her ass out. Drag her and ass out here. You see her, and suddenly the background yeah. blurs and becomes this fetid swamp almost. Yeah. And you see her standing there, and behind her you see Reuben. 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 Kind of standing there, and he looks back, and he's like shocked, like, and she looks back at him, and she's fighting you. She's I rolled a 15. But I don't know what her strength is. It's not that high. I don't think she's not going to be that high. Get her! And she's, she's changing. She's like tugging against it, but you can so see her dragging her feet it, in the mud. She gets pulled 10 going. feet to me and 2.2d8 lightning damage. For and lightning so she reaches back and she grabs Ruben. Yeah, bring him. And she's like, no! You. And she pulls Ruben in front of her like this. Uh-huh. Pushes him through yeah. into you. <laughs> I grab him. <laughs> but she doesn't come through with the That's okay. Room. I just want Reuben. So 
Give me a concentration check. Come concentration? On, get her too. Concentration. Hold on. We got Ruben. Just give me a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw? Yep. That's come, a plus on. Four. come on, come on, come on, come on. 19 plus 4, 20. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I should do it, I should do it, I should do it. All right. She's a genius. So she pulls, She's you, you have your, your lightning lure still on her, and Ruben comes flying into you, and, and he looks up, like, confused, like, what? And you're like, push, <laughs> you push him behind him, and you, you start pulling, and she's like, no, no! And she's digging her heels into the ground, mm-hmm. and she comes through the mirror, and the mirror shatters. Nice. Yes. And now she here's this thing. It's a yeah. little girl with yeah. a pig mask on. And as soon as she gets within a, a foot of you, yeah. the smell hits you. Yeah. You can see her her limbs are rotted. Yeah. And she's undead. Yeah. She's a zombie. She's a ghoul, actually, I'm sorry. Dope. And she's like <laughs> screaming and she's like, No, let me go. Let me go. They're gonna hurt me. They're gonna hurt me if I don't. Hold person. Give me a perception check. I'm holding person too. This is all happening very quickly. Yeah. Ten. Give it a second. All right. The lights go out. No. Yeah. You hear this. Oh, hell. Come around the corner. All ones. Which armor class? Nineteen. You get a dagger in the side. What? What? From right. from someone else in the dark. Okay. You can't so see. Yeah. And um, give me another concentration check. How many points do you need? Concentration again? Yep. Or constitution? Yeah, constitution. Constitution. How many points do you take? Oh, for fudge sake, that's a natural one. (laughs) No. You take six, ten points of damage. Ouch. You lose your lightning lure. Right in this. Right I in wanted the gut. to hold the person right when she came out. Okay. Right in the it's, gut. All this is happening so quickly. We're not in initiative. This is kind of narrative right okay. now. So you lose it because you get yep. stabbed in the yep. side. Yep. But you've got Reuben. Yep. You can feel Reuben behind Ruben. you. Re- but Ruben. somebody else jabbed Jab you real me. quick. Okay. Like a skit, like Goddamn a shiv. Like a kinky. Like a kinky. <laughs> and a kinky kinky. Because I was playing in her mirror. And you lose. Your lightning lore, yep. and you hear this going through the mirror that you just uh-huh. broke. You said it shattered. It, yeah. yeah, it shattered. It's now it's an open space that leads to a different part of the to the Hall of Illusions, and slowly, because there's torches, it's not like it's like electricity. Slowly, these these torches start to come back to life. You guys, the light comes up, and you get a little jab in the side. Ruben's next to you. And he's hugging you. Like, okay. he's, like, yep. freaking out. Yep. Like, what the hell just happened? Yep. And the little pig-faced girl's gone. Yep. And whoever else it was that helped her you have to gone. Ring. I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I, see now. I was just keeping her It's a freaking ring. It's not even worth anything in the real world. <laughs> that was some awesome role-playing. That was awesome. Good, God, yes. good job. I'm giving you two player points, and then... Um, 250 experience points each, 500 for you. Um, you've got the ring. Ruben is out, um, and some strange things are happening at the Amelin Exotica. Right. I'm, I'm nice. gonna give him the ring back after yeah. we determine that Ruben's in his right mind. Because so far, <laughs> all we've seen is a bunch of people that act like they need to be on antidepressants, running around, <laughs> running around, acting crazy, being foolish, running through carnivals. 
we're doing this Scooby-Doo shit, chasing him, like, here, hey, girl, you got me running, right? <laughs> and the whole thing is rain. We need this for a moment. We, we, oh, shit. I need to see Ruben speak a coherent sentence where he's not sobbing or manically Is she gone? Are we going to take a break? Is or she no, gone? We're, yes. We're going to keep going on this break. No, we, we can... We only yeah, got an it. hour left. I know. So, just real quick, not to be the... Not to, not to make it all about me, but I have... I have the trauma survivor feet. Okay. Wait, so I'm going to try to talk to him. Okay. So. Give me a um, persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Did you say trauma survivor? It's a trauma survivor. It's a feat. Huh. Uh, or it's a, what do you call it? Yeah, it's a feature. Yeah. Feature, a yeah. Feature. A background. So, so yeah, to do this, I take my eyepiece off. Okay. And I, I, I sweep it back off my face so he can see that I don't, that I've got one white eye. It just doesn't work and I've got a scar across my face, so. Okay. To do this, I want to talk to him face to face. Okay. Fudge, I got a 19. So what was that? Uh, what check? Persuasion. Persuasion. Mm-hmm. So persuasion. Oh, negative one because of my charisma. So that's good. Um, 18 yeah. then. Nope. He's hugging on to you All like right. you just saved his life. All right. Because he probably did. So I try to calm him down. He's calm. And I try he's to calm. talk to him. Yep. And I say, she's out there waiting for you. She's out there waiting for you. And uh, it was a spell. That's why she was laughing. Just got way too close to that, to that, uh, the witch in the cabinet. That was only a was spell. Was that what it was? That's exactly what it was. So she's not, she's not laughing and she's no, not mad she at me? Was, she was so sad after you left. She just, she's waiting out right outside for you. Will you, will you walk out let's with go. me? Let's go, let's go see her. She's excited to see you. We okay. need the ring back. <laughs> Okay. At the appropriate no, no. moment. No, he's ready. He hasn't spoken a You're word. You're gonna be yet. a ring bearer for him. <laughs> yeah. All Can right. Give it back. All right. He goes back out, and she's pacing nervously back and forth. And as soon as you walk out, he comes from behind you, and her eyes all light up. <gasps> Ruben. And he says, "I'm sorry. I thought." And she, he doesn't even get to finish. She like jumps into his arms and starts kissing him. She's like, "I do. I do." Right, you gave him back the ring? I'm slipping the ring into his pocket. He no. doesn't even need to know I have it. All right. And he goes, okay. And he goes, what has it in its pockets? Oh. Uh, he takes out the ring. And they're both, Someone they're both, they have tears down their eyes. And a crowd starts to form. And everybody starts clapping and cheering. And, and yep, Sarah takes out a violin and starts playing romantic music. And he, bow, he leans down to her and he puts the ring on her finger and she jumps into his arms and knocks him over and bowls him over starts planting kisses all over his face and, and he looks at you and he goes, I don't know who you are, but thank you so much. Thank you. I don't know what I would have done. And Ween, her name is Ween, walks up. She goes, I don't know who you are, but thank you so much. What can we ever do to repay you? Just put the word out. Yeah, right? Spread the just word. Just spread the word. Let them know. We could use an intro to Kelly. Yeah, right? Oh, they're just commoners. They're just halflings. But Candlefoot does come Where over, help these things? and Candlefoot <laughs> walks up to the entrance and closes the, the entrance, and he goes, "All right, oh, uh, we shattered the mirror. So we oh, broke the mirror. We, we shattered it. It's, it's closed. closed. Oh yeah. But the 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 the, the swan." Oh, Palasha. Oh, Palasha. Yes. Where is she? I don't know. If she was heading this way last time we saw. Yeah, we need to find her again. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna help you. She's in the water. 
Should we Maybe. go look there? Do you know where in the water we should look? That way? Okay, what direction do we need to go in? Is our place She's, he's pointing at the here. water, like the closest she amount of water. Yeah. water here. Mm -hmm. right. All we need to do is kind of like walk. Alright, yeah. so we're going to call out thing? for her. Okay. Guys, there's, you just want us to tell, tell her that you know you love her and want to marry her? What, what do you want to do? How do you want to do this? Freddie now. You want to come with us? Absolutely. Course, course. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Aww. <laughs> so, um, so he tags along with you guys, and you guys go to the edge of the water. So he can cast Prestidigitation. So, like, it's starting to get dark out now. It's 9 o'clock. Um, the torch lights are coming to life. There's lots of sparkly stuff going on. Um... And he casts, like, Prestidigitation every once in a while. And you'll see, guys, when he does it, like, he makes little sparks, and they all look like sea animals. Like dolphins or mermaids or fish or whatever. And they just kind of swim through the air for a second before they disappear. And you guys slowly make your way over to the edge of the water. And he's, you see him, he's kind of leading, he's leading the charge. Like, he's going walking pretty fast. And he gets to the edge of the water, and he looks around. And he's got his, he's, he's kind of doing this, and he's biting his fingernails, and everybody give me a perception, perception check. 19. 13. 17. Ooh. 19. All right. So you see her just like this in the water, watching. And as soon as you guys walk up, like she's looking. And Candlefoot... You guys kind of point out, you nudge him and go like this, and he goes. Um, give me magic users. Give me an arcana check. I have arcana. Yeah, Are you trained in it? I'm not trained I mean, in it. I got a little bit of skills. Only 14. Seven. Okay. So, all right, so you don't sense it. So. Can I, can I try you got to be trained in Arcana to I'm, feel this. I'm not just trained a in Arcana. Bit. Huh? I'm not trained okay. in Arcana. Okay, then never mind. Don't worry about it. So Are you trained in Arcana? Does you know? I've got... No? I got plus three. I got plus two on it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, I, I can... Uh, if we need to, like, make contact with Palasha... Like, she was singing, right? No, no, that's she not it. She was in Arcana. No, that's not it. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't get all excited. So Palasha sees Candlefoot, and Candlefoot does his meek little, like, hi, I, I miss, like, he's trying to talk, he's like, yeah. Palasha, he misses you. Would you like to come out and, and see him? He lost his voice because something stole it. I don't remember the name of the thing. We'd like to help the you Kanku, both. The Kanku stole it, and we'd like to um, help him get his voice back, but he really does love you and wants to be with you. Yes. And you see Palaja kind of come out of the water a little bit more, and she's getting a little bit closer, and she comes up, and she looks around kind of sheepishly. She comes out of the water, and she says, Who who are you, and why are you helping Candlefoot? Well, yeah, we're uh... Friends? Yeah, we're friends. We're, we're trying to help tonight, because we... Well, to be selfish, we're, we're trying to make <coughs> Caliban, but... Honestly, you look exactly like our friend Serena, our, our sister Serena. You say Serena, and yeah. she jumps out of the water. Yeah. And she swims as fast as she can to the edge of the water, 
And just like any merfolk, when yeah. she gets to the edge of the water, her fins become legs. Yeah. And she stumbles because she's not used to walking. Uh-huh. And she stumbles and slowly starts dragging her way up the sand. And she stands up on wobbly, wobbly legs and she says, Serena? Hey, our sister. Our sister. Serena is my sister. So well, makes you our sister. sister. Yeah, we're sisters in arms, you know. Like... Where is she? She's just not with guess. us today. She, uh, yeah, she ate that something That would be Serena. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Serena. Serena, Serena. the merfolk yes. singer. Yes, Serena. Yes, Serena. Yes, Serena. Yes, beautiful voice, just like you. She looks just like you. Is she your twin? Right. No, we're, she's my sister. Okay. Sister. All right. She's our sister too, but she, in a different way. She used to be in the carnival. Oh, really? She, we sang together before she decided she wanted to go off and explore the world. <laughs> right. She did Meanwhile, say something about a fair. We didn't know it was this one. Candlefoot slowly like making his way up and she looks over at him and she's like, well, and how do you know what happened to his voice? Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Well, we sure. He told just, us. It just got stabbed by the wee thing too, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the Kenku. That stole his voice. Kenku? Like a wee bird. Oh, bird. Birdie thing. person. Yes, he The one us. that was heckling you, actually, I believe. Yeah. He was calling Do you out, know anything about you. a kenku? I don't. Anything no. with a uh, hat of disguise? No. No. All right. And she looks at Candlefoot and she's like, is this all true? And he kind of meekly... And she says, how, how did this happen? What happened? And he tries to explain. He's like... Yeah. Well, the best we can tell is that there's a curse. <laughs> yeah, there's a curse inside of the Hall of Mirrors. I'm guessing that's how it might happen. And happened. he goes, no, no, it's not no, that. No, okay. He had a ring to give to, to her. To give to her, yeah. right? And he looks at her, Hi. and she's like, and he goes, you bought it from the no, Kenku? No, no, it's yours. Talked him out of it or tried to no. Oh, did he convince you? Kenku talked to you. And said he'd be strong. Oh, did he? He'd give you the courage to talk, to to propose? No, he said you'd be strong. Money. Money. To buy the ring? Money to buy the ring. Did you sell your voice to the Kenku? No. Okay. (laughs) He took it. You signed a contract and he ripped it up. Signed a contract. Ripped no. it up. No. Contract. But you have a contract with a kinku. Like of? a deal. Like a arrangement. deal. Like a verbal arrangement. Okay. Mm-hmm. That he, that he would get your, your and you took your voice. It's Ursula, I'm telling you. Is he he took your voice as payment or as a punishment? The punishment. I don't need because much, you didn't just your voice. because because you love her. And he loves her too. No. no. So then why would he punish you for that? He's, He's a devil, evil. right? We gotcha. saw that. His shit. How do we get your voice back? Punch the Kenku in the face. Yeah, kill the Kenku. So he just burn this tent on fire, right? Well, he stabbed you, yeah. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip his beef off. Right? <laughs> do you know where we can find it? No. Inside? Inside? The hat of disguise, gotcha. Ooh, maybe we could pretend to be the little piggy face girl with the hat of Him. disguise. Yeah? All of us together? No? Him, you don't know. You don't know. Oh, you don't know us. 
Oh, you don't know if we're disguised. Oh, if we could be, we could be the okay, person. Okay, we could be the disguise. Okay, well, we're not. You can or, see that none of us are wearing hats. She is. Okay, no. so she can take her hat off real quick and show you. You have the hat of disguise, right? I do have a hat of disguise, yeah, but it's not on. No, it's not on. We're not it. We promise we're not it. But couldn't we put the hat on and pretend to be a little pig-faced girl, go back in there and see if... Don't think we, that we're Ooh, her. Was I got a cultist mask from the Temple of the Demon Frogs. There you go. <laughs> I mean, couldn't we, couldn't we do that? Yeah, I could give you my. Uh, I'll pretend to be a little pig. So you guys, guys, give me a perception check, okay. everybody. Ooh, 17. 17. And, uh, so 20, 22. Hmm. 18. Damn, you all notice it. <laughs> you notice, remember, Candlefoot was very pale looking, right? Yeah. Grayish, almost monochromatic. Yeah. The closer he gets to Palasha, yeah. the more color returns to his skin. Aww. Like, you can see them slowly, almost getting subconsciously like getting closer to each other. Like, they're really... She's torn, because now she comes out and she goes, Well, you did something where he was allowed to take your voice. I understand that. I wish it hadn't happened, because, you know, we sing to each other. That's the whole thing that... And I understand why that little bastard took your voice, mm -hmm. because it brings you joy, and apparently they're into taking things that bring us joy. Mm. So I don't know how I feel about this right now. I don't know why you would do something like this. You didn't need to get into an arrangement for anything, for a ring, for I don't care. Like, you can give me a piece of string. And he's, he's getting a little heartbroken about it. He's getting a little broke up. Um, but she says, I love you for who you are. But you need to help these people find this little bastard and figure it out. She says, thank you. Please tell Serena I miss her and to come back. I have another performance, and I guess since you told me now that it's some little bastard that's heckling me, I'll go back and, but we gotta get and sing. Yeah. Just ignore well, good luck. Him, ignore him while you're performing and know that that's what it is. Well, if you're around, my next well, performance is in an hour. She's, she's bait. He's going to come and heckle her. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. So, my next performance, though, is not for another hour. So what time is it right now? It is 9 o'clock. So, 10 o'clock. So, you guys got an hour to do something else. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll meet you there in an hour. Let's go eat. Thank you. In the meantime, we got to find someone else to help so that we could, if we can help somebody in an hour, so that our name gets out there. So, Candlefoot's like... You're welcome. Yeah. You're going to look for the kinky? Okay. You want to help us? You're going to talk. Huh? Yeah. I got excited. How's he gonna tell us? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got an idea. Is there a horn? Yeah. Do we have a? Like, I got a. Uh, horn? So I have a uh, figurine of wondrous power. It's a silver raven. I'm throwing it down, so it turns into a raven. All right, raven, work with Candlefoot. I want. I want you up there like a drone. Do you know what a predator drone is? Of course <laughs> you know. I want you up there like a drone, looking for this kangaroo. Okay. Okay. And when you find it. Come back and tell me. So what are you describing the Kenku as, though? Because remember, he's got a hat of disguise on, so he's never himself. It's going to be a person that changes appearance. You're a raven. You're super smart. You see everything. Okay. Try look to for something out. unusual and look for look for evil. Tureg going to tag along, too? Yeah, Tureg. Mm -hmm. Right, same thing. Yeah, you're not going to let this raven show you up, are you? Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile we need to do the first aid tech. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I, I feel like what kind of carnival has no first aid tent? That's right. Uninsurable. Right. <laughs> first aid tent great. is right next to the lost property tent. Right by the ticket booth. Yeah, right in the ribs. Right so, next to the... all right. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. So, <clears throat> you guys just um, helped liberate Candlefoot. Candlefoot's going to try to help you guys. you got a silver raven up in the air doing aerial reconnaissance. you got Tarag up Tarag. in the air. Um, but you got an hour before um, Palasha's next performance. So, you got some time to go do something else if you want. I say let's walk towards, um, we're going towards the, uh, she's going to be at Silver Lake Song doing her thing, mm-hmm. so let's hit up the big top and see what situations mm. are happening inside. Right across from the big top is the uh, teapot where there's some puzzles to do. Right? It's true. Yeah, I mean, at some point, at some point we can do puzzles, it's on the way. I feel like, yeah, we can do that, and then plus if we can solve puzzles, maybe we can get more points. I'm just looking for points. Right? I'm fascinated by snail racing, personally. Snail racing? Racing. I'm like, we're going to raise some snails? And then race them. You guys do hear, from where you're at right now, you do hear a lot of hooping and hollering coming from the snail racing. Oh, yeah? A lot of cheering, a lot of, woohoo, wow! So, all right, big top? Or do you want to go to the teapot thing? Why did I do that? We can do one thing the other if we've got enough time. Yeah, let's go the um, teapot because that's the um, the puzzles. All right. All right, teapot it is. All right, not gonna lie, I like these. <laughs> All right, so on the way, you guys pass by um, a carnival game, and it's up to you if you want to play a carnival game or not. There are. I'm going to let you choose which one it is. There are six different carnival games that, now that you've passed by this, Sarah, you kind of pointed out, you go, oh, yeah, look, at there's a, a booth of carnival games. You have the Almirage Ring Toss. you got the game Catch the Dragon by the Tail. You have the Gnome Poetry Contest. You have Goblin Wrestling. You have Guess the Number of Feathers. And then you have Outstare the Cyclops. So there are a plethora of these little mini games that if you guys decide you can try one out or two Sarah, or three or whatever. Do you have any uh, suggestions as to which one might be the easiest one for us to win? Or is there any of these that are totally rigged to fail us? So you're pretty positive a lot of these seem some sometimes rigged, but it's all based off of your natural abilities. So you have six ability scores in D D. Each one of these is based off of one of those primary abilities. So like the ring toss is based off of your dexterity. Um, Catching the dragon by the tail is based off of wisdom. The gnome poetry contest is based off of charisma. Goblin wrestling is strength. Guessing the number of feathers is intelligence. And outstaring the cyclops is constitution. I would say I would like to guess the feathers. And you want to do the... Which one's in sight? ring toss. Ring toss. Which one's in sight? Uh, yours is wisdom. Not right? insight, wisdom. Good for wisdom. Yeah. I'm gonna do strength because you know. All right. Well, you guys are at a plethora of these booths, so we'll do one at a time, really quick. Yeah, let's. So you want to start it off? All right. Dexterity. So this all mirage is no mirage. Adorn its horn with two or three rings to win a prize. So 
The Almirage Ring Toss. So this game involves tossing rings over the horn of a wooden statuette of an Almirage, which is a cute bunny-like creature with a horn like a unicorn's. <laughs> so this thing just randomly teleports around the tabletop, making a hard-to-score success. You get three rings. Tossing a ring over the horn requires a successful dexterity check. So give me three dexterity checks. You can give them acrobatics, what kind of dexterity you want. Or just a straight dexterity check. Um... Well, I got a plus seven on it, on acrobatics. Ooh. I think that's the way to go. Okay. Or is there a way to make it sleight of hand? Probably not. Mm. We'll see if you miss. All right. So acrobatics check number one. Uh, so it's going to be a 17. Okay. So you just barely hook it on the ring. You got it. All right. So that's one. Okay, so you hook the second time. Four. You're good. Roll one more time. See if you can get three of them on the on the thing. Damn. So wow. that's the last one. You kind of you're just like you're watching it appear, disappear, appear, disappear, and you're just like fling in the air, and you're just, and everybody's like you're not even aiming. And as it disappears from one location, it appears right underneath your ring as it hoops perfectly without even touching the alicorn. It goes right down his head, and even the carnival guy is like shit. Okay. The trick wow. My is to aim without seeming to aim. Oh. You must aim with your inner eye. So this little kid is sitting next to you and he's like, Ping! Oh, I missed it! So now you got the kid crying. Alright, so the guy's like, wow. That's got The ring toss isn't here. The ring toss is here. And In here. your heart. And here. <laughs> You should have sold that to the swan. <laughs> right. So you get a packet of pixie dust. Ooh. You can fly. Pretty much. You can so it is a wondrous item. It is uncommon it as an action. You can sprinkle this dust on yourself or another creature you can see within five feet of you. The recipient gains a flying speed of 30 feet and the ability to hover for one minute. If you're airborne when this effect ends, you fall safely to the ground. So... Um, a small packet holds enough pixie dust for one use, so you can fly for one minute. Hang on to that. Nice. All right. So go ahead and write that so down somewhere. If you need it, if you are the one that needs it, right? I'm all about the team, right? There's no I in team. I'm not There's need two eyes. That's all I do is fight. <laughs> all right. I'm not anything. All right, Maitri, you want to catch the dragon by the tail? Prizes, prizes, prizes! Catch the fairy dragon by the tail and win a pr piece of its hoard. So while blindfolded and standing in a booth, you must grab the tail of an elusive, giggling red fairy dragon that flutters around you. You have three chances to succeed with three perception checks. Okay? Let me roll. 18. Uh, what? 18. 18? Alright, so you catch a dragon by the tail. Um, oh, that's it. Just one time. You have three chances. So you succeeded on the first time. Um, so, or twice the six of checkers on the first time. Oh, all right. So you get to roll twice. Roll two d eight, Rick. Two d eight. Yep. Tell me which one is which. Six and a one. So you got a trinket, a Feywild trinket, which is just a souvenir. Not yet. Hold on, you get to choose. Okay. So because you got it on the first try, and I'm sorry, Eric, I probably should have let you roll, but I rolled. No. So, 
um, or a single application of magic face paint. As an action, you can apply the face paint to yourself or another creature. The recipient gains the benefit of a disguised self spell that lasts for one hour or until the recipient chooses to end the effect. I was right. just going to say, that's a Maitri gift right there. Yes. So a single application of magic face paint. Oh, only a single application. Yep, you do it one time. It's a carnival prize. You always know that. I wanna, where can I buy a time of Maybe there's somebody walking around that's going to awesome. sell it. We'll see. All right. Let's go. All right. Alessandra? Yeah, I'm going to Strength? Be, I'm going to be wrestling something. Strong folks, test your metal in a goblin wrestle. Um, you have to pin one goblin while wrestling two of them. Winning the game requires a successful athletics check contested by the goblin, or two goblins. Wrestling two goblins. So, no. athletics check against my athletics check. We tied. Roll again. Oh my god. You wore them out. So the first time they're they're getting you guys are like fighting and you're like okay, you're both tapping out at the same time. Like okay. The second time they're like wait we gotta, we gotta wrestle this lady again. Fuck. Roll a two and a four. So we're like oh, yeah okay. Uh, you got us. That's right. All right. Roll a d8. Yep, that's a D8. Alright. For real? Can I roll, roll it? No, it's, it's a, I think it's different. Go ahead. No, it's okay. one. A one? Yeah, Alright, it's a trinket. Okay. The one was a oh. face paint. Okay. Now you get to roll and to see what kind of cool trinket you get. You might get something really cool. You never know. Roll a D hundred. Mm. So two D tens and pick one to be the hundreds place. Yep, there you go. There's one. And where's the other D ten? E well, that's, that's two of the same thing. So pick the other one that's different than that. Here, this one's tens, so it's mul like multiples of ten. I can't see, but okay. Oh, she's already got that one. She's already got that one. What was the one that you said again? Uh, and then a regular D ten. Yeah, it's in your box. So. Oh, she's probably using it for the right there. That's purple one. one. Purple are, one. Right, yeah. no, right there. This one. Yep. Yeah, I was. So roll those both. Oh yeah, it's right there in front of you. That's yeah. your ticket counter. Go ahead and roll. You rolled a 45. A bar of soap that smells like something memorable from your childhood. play two? No. <laughs> no? Alright. Maeve, All right. do you want to guess the number of feathers? I do, please. Alright. So, birds of a feather. How about feathers of a bird? Step right up and guess how many feathers festoon this fiendish fowl. Mm. You get three tries to guess the number of feathers on one of the groups of caged cockatrices. Ooh. Okay. Investigate. Alright. 
Yeah, right. So, intelligence checks. All right. Hmm. See what you got. Okay, bird. Let's see. Nope, I have no idea. That's an eight. <laughs> All right. You're like, mm, 52? And he goes, nope. Try again. Well, all right. The next bird? The same bird? No, same bird. Same Go ahead, bird. try again. Okay, hold on. Nope. <laughs> Damn it, that's a 10. Mmm, <laughs> 57? No, no. Sorry. Uh, I'm no good at this. I hate birds. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, um, one more one chance. More time. One more time. 13? <laughs> 58? Nope. You were so close, little gnome. Sorry. All right. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, well. Sorry. That dice in jail. All right? Both. It was two. It was two different ones. It was just not meant to count bird feathers. Nope. It's okay. All right. Okay. So you guys have passed by any time you want to play any of those. You can. Oh, that took one ticket each, by the way. Oh. Right. You got plenty of tickets left. That's Let's fine. go solve puzzles. I need to feel better about myself. <laughs> mm. Well, so now you're going to the big top or are you going to... Because that only took a couple minutes. Do you want to go to the bubble top? Yeah. Bubble so top. she can solve some puzzles and we can... Do we have to pay to get in that? So once you get on the ride, yes, right. it costs one ticket punch. Right. A 20-foot tall teapot rests on a wooden platform. Its painted surface whirling with moving imagery of flying dragons breathing streams of bubbles. A door at the base of the teapot allows entry to its interior. Those who enter emerge from the spout enclosed in a bubble that detaches to float off across the carnival. Seven goblins sit around the platform, sipping tea from mismatched porcelain cups. So the ride costs one ticket punch. It's managed by a friendly goblin named Trecklewise, who wears bright yellow butterfly wings and carries a string of teaspoons on his belt. Seven other friendly goblins sit and chatter around the giant teapot while sipping tea. As you approach, Tricklewise gestures to a sign on his table that reads, The word that you intend to say, try saying it a different way. And he looks up quizzically at you as you approach. I'm sorry, what does the sign say again? The word that you intend to say, try saying it a different way. Can we talk amongst ourselves? Sure. Okay. So, is, is the word that we intend to say hello? The word that you intend to say, say it a different That was my first thought. Yeah, and then say, say it differently. Howdy. Adios. Hola. We're backwards. Hola. Soy Dora. <laughs> One more time the sign. The word that you intend to say, try saying it a different way. We're saying it. Or we just be silent? A different way. T. He T. looks up. Well, he looks up and he says, Hey, are you interested in driving and riding the nerdy tree knot? Aye. Getting into a toil and trouble? Aye. I'm gonna need one bramble thicket. One bramble thicket? One ticket. Ah! One ticket, right? Yes. Right, this is English, English oh, slang. That's from my point. Yeah, Cockney rhyming the, slang. The rhyming slang. The people around the corner from us, uh, they talk like that. Yeah. Brockton yeah. Tiernanog. Oh. Right. 
So he asked for one ticket. So we one ticket. Here we are. I, what? There's her one ticket. Bramble ticket? One bramble yeah. ticket. Ah, Hi. yes. One or two or three or four or five. Five bramble tickets? Gotcha. To get in the toil and trouble? Yeah. Hmm. You like the toil and trouble? The toil and trouble. Mm. Uh, the bubble. The bubble. Yeah. The bubble. Hi. Bubble, bubble. The bubble. The toil and trouble. This is the gnarly tree knot. Gnarly tree knot. The, t- the teapot. Mm hmm. The teapot. Gnarly. Gnarly teapot. Uh, the Whirly. gnarly tree Whirly. nut. Whirly. Whirly. Whirly teapot. Whirly teapot. Whirly teapot. Mm-hmm. Whirly teapot. Mm-hmm. Nothing to say. Oh, <laughs> let's let's go in. Well then, um, tea. Right. Uh, I, I, hold on, I'm not I'm, I'm interested in the retry. In what? In the retry. In the retry. Oh, to try again. Interesting. Let me try. To try again. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, is he asking Your a question? Your speaker is, is off. Your speaker is off. So he wants to speak like him. Okay. I think. But what are we supposed to say to him? It's T. T. Right. Huh? So the... No. I, I still don't... I guess I'm not... Give me, an invest- give me an insight check. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not following if he's asking a question or if he wants us to, to lead with something. We just checked our ticket. Right, yeah. Just step out of the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do all of us insight checks? No. Whoever's interested in, hey. in playing along. Me! Well, it's 19. Nope. All right. 16. Not high. So, 15. What, you, what it means is the word that you intend to say, try saying it a different way. So instead of saying, hello, yeah. you can say something like, Below. Okay. You know? All right, so we can And just for play some reason, game. he, yeah. Okay, it's just okay. a game so that he plays. Game. Okay, I wasn't yep. sure if he was asking us a question or not. Quite Sorry. fine. Nope. So he does rhyming slang, substituting everyday words with nonsense rhymes. Um, then, uh, sup in a sway. Hmm. Tomorrow or today? Um, can we sleeve? Right. God, I don't know where. Uh, Can we sleeve right bow? Like bow? And flop this cow? Flop this flame? Can we flop this flame? Flock of lock of flame? <laughs> they just he just substitutes regular words with random weird words. No, I understand yeah. that, but I mean, why did we come to this place? It's Especially solving puzzles. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 raising the morale of employees. Oh. Yes, yes. So because it's these seven goblins that are kind of just sitting around this teapot, like sipping tea, and they're like mm-hmm. bored out of their mind that because the one is obviously Mad Hatterish. And sipping too much tea, um, I think there's a really vague connection between this carnival and the ideas of Mad Hatter and, and, and Wonderland Alice or Alice Wonderland. So you see these goblins drinking tea, and it's almost like, what, what? But the gobbledygook, whatever you say, translates, and he understands it. Okay. And it's unfortunately it doesn't go the other way. So it's like you're not drinking the tea. So when he says all this stuff, you're like, you got to translate like. What is he saying? I don't understand. 
So he understands everything you're saying. He says, nod. He goes, hey, the T and the now? And we wonder now how. And you're just like, What's the lady's name? and he goes, bubble all over, flying to Dover. I don't know. I'm making yeah, sure right. That. <laughs> that's, that's not easy, is it? It doesn't give me a lot of examples here. I know, I know. That's why I'm like, uh, if I'm asking to leave. Yeah, no, I think if you guys just made up some we weird. Stop the flame? Uh, yeah. Like, stop the game? Yeah. Stop the flame? Hey, oh. listen, mate. What? What'd you say? To do po Taliban. No, no, that's Taliban. Pelican. Pelican. He goes, oh, oh. I did not um, it's just a game. It's just a word game that okay. you kind of just play around with these characters for a minute oh. and to see if you guys, kind of like the mirror, like describe yourself right. in the mirror. Mm-hmm. What kind of inventiveness can you come up with making up random shit, I think, <laughs> <Got> basically. <it. laughs> Pretty sure that's what this is. It's, ah. yeah. So, can we leave in a hubble? Oh, double, double toil and trouble. He goes, for sure. Um, he goes, he chuckles. And he gifts you guys each a pouch of his tea. It's called oh. Scatterleaf Tea. We're going to have fun tonight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can drink it nice. and totally lose your mind. Nice. Or as an action, a creature can scatter the tea leaves on the ground in a five-foot radius circle. What's it called again? Scatterleaf, Scatterleaf Tea. Duplicating the effects of a protection from evil and good spell that lasts for ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. To gain the spell's protection, a creature must stand in the circle of tea leaves. In addition, a cup of hot, delicious tea magically appears in the protected creature's hands. It has enough uses, for, enough leaves for one use. One use. Yep. Okay. So we each get one, right? Scatter leaf tea. <laughs> yep. I'll give you just a bag of it. Don't drink it. All right. Do we scat and bebop with enough gnomes that we entertain them? Goblins. Goblins. Sorry. Yep. Very good. Ugh. I think we entertain them. Just don't eat them in front of me. Look away. Look away. Yeah. All right. I thought you were going to do something with that candy. No. Not do that. All right. So you guys, he he kind of waves you forward, and you get into the teapot. Anybody that enters the teapot is enveloped in a magic bubble that floats up through the teapot spout and into the sky, granting granting yourselves a wonderful aerial view of the carnival. After one minute... He tell he warns you. He's like, after one minute, bubble, bubble, popping, double, double, down to the ground. Right, well, you get all that. Dry. Is it easy or is it floaty float, float down float. like a moat? Got it. Um, like but boat. you guys realize that as you're suspended in the bubble, you can try to control the direction of the bubble. Mm. That's okay. a hamster wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so. Can I see my raven? Mm. Well, let's see. We're over here. There it is. All right. Who wants to go first? It's gibberish. Confused him. Who wants to go first? Sure. What am I doing? Oh, no. You're going this direction right now. Me. Okay. What direction do you want to go? Do you want to keep going in this direction, or do you want to go... You're heading towards the big top right now. You're floating for one minute. Oof. Um, I think I want to... 
You know, I think I want to, I do want to float near the big top, so I want to see if I can get an aerial view of, what's her name again? Mm-hmm. Lasha. Cal- Caliban. Lasha or Caliban? Caliban. Yeah. So if okay. I can get an aerial All right. view of what's So you're just drifting this way. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Seven. Okay. So you end up floating right about up here and you get to right about here and and you slowly start falling down the ground. Right about here. Okay. Okay, let's go next. Me. You go. And actually that's sorry, I'm I'm lied I lied to you. You went this way. You're going this way. Okay. So you ended up right about here. Okay. Okay. You're going this way. You wanna put our little fingers there? Yeah. yeah, you can. Yeah. So you're now floating that way. Okay. What do you want to do? Keep going. Keep going that way? Alright, give me a perception check. 17 plus 8. Okay, so you can see from where you're at, there is a lot of activity over there in the staff area. Um, you can see animals and stuff that are in, in like stages that are getting ready to go into the big top to perform and stuff. Um, you do see occasionally um, large gouts of flame going up into the air. Um, with your perception check, you can see there's a huge snake-like creature that's over there that's just kind of slithering around, and you see one diminutive figure just kind of going like this with a whip, and a snake is like twirling around it. It looks like a snake. I'm pretty sure it looks like it's a snake. Um, you don't see anybody. It's dark now, so you don't see anybody that immediately stands out to look like Caliban. But you do notice a bird go right by your, your bubble, a silver raven, kind of look at you and fly back down. Um, you don't see a ship shifting kinku, okay? Um, and you don't see Torag. A ship shifting? A ship shifting. A, sh- a ship shifting Torag. Sheep shifting. Ship face shifting. Shit, shit facing. It's a face shaving. Shit facing. Oh, oh shit facing, face shaving bird. Yeah, I tried. Shit shaving. All right. You want to go? Who's sure. next? All right. You go this way. Well, that's, that's bad. That's not the way I wish to go. Which way do you like to go, though? Uh, towards the big top. All right. So give me a acrobatics check. 17. That's a D12. Oh, is it? Yep. Good. That's better. Uh, Plus a 23. All right, so you shoot out, you start going this way, and you're like, nope, nope, nope. And you start doing this backward roll, kind of like a gopher or hamster wheel or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you start spinning, and gradually you start spinning, coming this way, and you're right above where Alessandra was a minute ago, and you start coming this way. Okay. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Sure. Ugh, three. All right. You are having the time of your life. Like, look at me. I'm spinning in the gopher wheel. Yay. And where's your figure? Huh? Right there. This was here, but I don't know where. That's Alicia's. Yeah. Rick, can you get her tie that one next to the angel? Yep. Right? There it is. Wasn't this you last time? Yeah. All right. So you land over there. All right. Maeve? All right. Oh, yeah, I guess I got a little, huh? 
All right, so you're going four o'clock. You're going this way. Okay. Well, I'd like to try to get back to the big top as well. All right, so me give me an acrobatic check. Uh, 17. Okay. You're good. So same thing. You start, you're less rolling like a hamster. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of running. Mm -hmm. And it slowly starts coming this way. All right, give me a perception check. Okay. Nope, you're having fun too. Ugh. You're like, this is so cool. I love it. Sarah, do you want to ride? Or are you just going to watch these guys? I'm just going to watch them afraid heights. All right. Okay. All right. So you guys come this way, and all of you pop in about the same area and come back around as you watch each other, and you're like, hey, and you come back together. All right. That was your, that was your early reconnaissance, reconnaissance opportunity. Um, you noticed a lot of the stuff that was in the staff area, but your perception check was just low enough that you didn't get to see some things. Okay. So. All right. Or two. It's still only like nine thirty. Okay. You guys did. It was it was pretty pretty quick. Big top or staff area next to the big top. What do you think? Staff well, area. You want to check out the staff area. It's mm -hmm. highly yeah security guarded. Uh, we have to keep that in mind. I feel like somebody here could sneak sneaky. Well, the, 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 the raven. Right? Nice. I know. Oh right. And hat of disguise. You she you she has the paint. Right, you just got the paint. The paint's only one use, but you could put that hat on. Yeah, you could put the hat on. What would we be then? I was staff member. Yeah. Who have we seen that we could be? The guy in the teapot. Sure. We could be one of the goblins from the teapot. Yeah. Who has pull? So I'm gonna ask Sarah a question. Oh, good. Who can get close to Calabria? Yeah, whatever he is. So, only the rural bigwigs are really aware of that. So, she's just a ticket booth person. So, she wouldn't know. No. But she's assuming it'd probably be somebody that's in charge of different rides. Like, Candlefoot might be able to, um, but you guys have lost him. He's kind of wandering around now trying to help you guys track down the Kenku. Well, you saw the diminutive person with the whip and the snake, right? The snake-like mm -hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so somebody that you could... It was pretty far away, though, yeah. so it's not you didn't get really defining characteristics. We could pretend to be uh, Pal yeah. Palasha. Palasha, or Candlefoot, or both. Or both. You do have some experience pretending to be a guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I can pull up the whole <laughs> mind thing. Mm -hmm. See if you can get in there. See what's up. Yeah. I'll give you my hat. Thanks. More reconnaissance. What? Who are you going to be? Kennelfoot? There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, so you're going to the staff area? Mm -hmm. A tangled wall of thorns surrounds a cluster of wagons lit by lanterns. This cavern is barely, this caravan is barely visible through the thicket. So the carnival's wagons are located behind the big top, protected by a 20 foot high, 5 foot thick wall of thorns. There's no entrance. Oh. I got a pack of pixie dust I can do. Ah. Shoom. I've got levitate as well. So you're like a flying on now. <laughs> you want to, Is that what you want to do? You're going to go solo? Looking like Candlefoot flying over the, the hedge of thorns? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. There goes your packet of pixie dust. Thanks. We appreciate it, team player. I need help now. 
Ooh, we didn't think about that. That sounds like a problem for future us. <laughs> All right. So you go... Well, can I just use part of it? No, it's one action, one use. So you sprinkle pixie dust on yourself, and your little feet start to dangle off the ground. You're like, I'm really not supposed to be excited, but I am. Yeah. Yay, I'm flying. And just like Peter Pan, you kind of do this. You're sort of doing figure eights, and everybody's like, my treat. Pay attention. Focus. You have that very much time. Focus. You have one minute. <laughs> so you, yeah, you, you go over the hedge, and you come down around the other side, and you become, you come into the circle of wagons. Enclosed by the wall of thorns is a circle of eight brightly painted wagons, one of which is a glass-enclosed water tank for Palasha the Mermaid. There's a very large and fancy um, wagon that you can obviously tell belongs to Caliban. The perimeter inside the wall of thorns and outside the circle of wagons is patrolled by a bugbearer named Burley. You see him slowly walking around the perimeter. He has a pumpkin for a helmet, and he's wearing overalls and squirrels kind of like run up and down his, his body. Um, he wears a large jack-o'-lantern on his head, as one would wear a helmet in addition to his dungarees, and he has fake fairy wings. Um, you also see this strange, pot-bellied, fairy-looking clown who's a human. And right away, he sees you, and he, he looks at you, and he's like, Candlefoot! What are you doing? Why are you... What are you doing? Get back to the Hall of Illusions! I, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Burley, Burley, what you want? And Burley comes around, the bugbear comes around the corner. Candlefoot's here. He, he's, I don't know why, just, we do something about this, please? So Burley walks over and he goes, hey, Candlefoot, what's the matter? I don't know what all that means, but you got to get back to your post. <laughs> I still, I still don't know what that means. Listen, they're about to crown the exotic monarch here in like an hour and a half. Get ready. You know what you got to do. Go back to your thing, do your post thing, and. What? What? What's the matter with you? God, I wish you could talk. <laughs> you're acting really funny. Normally you talk to me while you get your little sparky thingies. You been smoking marijuana? What is that? <laughs> tea? You been drinking tea? Uh, okay. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> What? Just... What? What do you want me to do? Just go back to your post. You know how to go fix the mirrors? Go fix the mirrors. I, I don't know. I'm kind of really confused. Thacko, I, I don't know what he's trying to say. Literally the best person you could have turned into. It's awesome. <laughs> Damn it, Burley! What, Candlefoot? What do you want? Just... Go! You, you know we're preparing for the, the big show. What? <laughs> you know you're not supposed to come back here, Candlefoot. 
go back to the Hall of Illusions and do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> what? What are you? What is this? I don't understand. Tell you what? Birds chirping? What? <laughs> he looks at Burley. He's like, I don't know what the hell. What do you want? Why aren't you talking to us with your sparks and all this other stuff you do with your fingers? <laughs> what does that mean? Why are you flicking us off? You know what? Can you talk to Kelly? What? You want to take your hat off? Then take your hat off. You want to go for a swim? What? You know, oh, you want to talk to Calvin? <laughs> Calvin, you know Calvin's not available right now. Cal, you can't talk to Calvin. He's in the middle of preparing, she's in the middle of preparing for her act. You can't talk to her. There's nothing to talk about. If it was the end of the world, I'm sure somebody else would let us know. Okay. <laughs> Candlefoot. Come on. Let's go. Come on. And he, he kind of like starts pushing you along to the edge of the thorn bush thing. He goes, let's go. I know you're upset about what happened with Palasha. There's no reason for you to be here now. It's time to go. You're interfering. Caliban's going to be upset if you don't leave. What you, what's wrong with you? Burley, will you please? So Brito's like, come on, Candlefoot. Let's go. And he kind of starts pushing you towards the, the thorn bush. <laughs> holding on with your life. <laughs> oh, man. She needs a strength check to see if she can hold on. Uh, okay. The award for silent film. Strength check. <laughs> hold on to the wall. My treat. <laughs> hold on to the wall. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Well, but it's going to show you how to get through the brambles if you try to um, take them out. Six. Okay. So... Thacko is not very strong. He's like, come on. Like, he doesn't like conflict. Burley's like, he just puts his arm around you. He's like, come on, Candlefoot. I know you're upset. It's okay. I'm upset too. I still can't find my brother. He's around here somewhere. So he walks up and he leans into the trees and he puts his face in the tree. And you can hear him whisper. And this door opens up. Did I hear what he said? No. And he kind of just pushes you through and he goes, come on, come on. It'll be okay, Candlefoot. We're all rooting for you in Palasha. Aw. <laughs> it's okay. Caliban's going to be busy for the next hour until the, the show is ready. You can talk to Caliban after the show. You know she doesn't like to be disturbed. And he walks back through and as he walks back through, Closes. All right, come come tell us what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. You do. You got good info. Well, so, what did you say? We what gotta happened? find that guy's brother, the one who just kicked me out of there. He's very sad. All right, you took the hat off and gave it back, or what? I'm yeah. still. Yeah, I guess so. And um, they wouldn't let me see Caliban. All right. But well, they're gonna announce the winners soon. Within an hour and a half. Within so an hour and a half. Um, All right. Uh, what time is it now for getting back to the Palacios show? It's about time. All right, about so time. let's, let's, let's go see way. if we can't find the heckler. 
Right. Well, the Kenku, right? If we can, yeah. do we, do we, not can I, like, summon the raven back? Hmm? Let's, let's get that raven back. And, um, and, uh, Turag. To see if they saw anything. See if they saw anything. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, the not necessarily intelligent, but it was directed to let you know if he saw something suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, like right away. Like he would have fought, sought you out and started pecking at you and pointed you in the right direction. So he didn't see nothing at all. So this is a very roguish creature with a disguised self. What? My dragons. It's so crooked. I know. Why did you do that? I'm a crooked kind of guy. Oh my god. I didn't have a ruler with a so level. Like the crooked man. Crooked man. Oh! She did not break my stuff. Thank you very much. Oh! Stop talking. I'm just saying. Oh, the crooked man. Oh, yeah. Who are you talking about? You know about? I love you. You know I love you. Watch those hands. What are you doing? He was talking about the crooked man. The broken man. So, alright, so you make your way back to the um, swan area. And sure enough, as you guys approach, you see um, Palasha. And she's, she's kind of looking for you guys. And Candlefoot's already there. Kind of like stepping from foot to foot, like he's really excited, like, and you see some of the other goblins that work at the fair kind of walk up to Candlefoot and like ask him something. He's like, "Oh," and they're like, "Okay," and they walk away. And Palasha sees him and she smiles and she sees you guys walk up and she kind of gets excited a little bit. And it's later on in the night, so it's a bit of a bigger crowd because as the night goes on, the crowd gets bigger, it's more excited. And she starts to sing, and this time as she sings. She's got this kind of look of determination on her. Do we have to pay for this one? And no, you guys didn't have to pay for the first one either. Um, so as she sings, she's controlling the water around her. And this time she summons a swarm of quippers. Kippers? Quippers? Fish? And these fish, as she's controlling the streams of water, are swimming up the water and like jumping out of the streams of water and back into another continuing stream of water. So it's not only very artistic and flowing, but there's also fish jumping in and out and causing like splashes and everything. And as she does it, she starts full on opera. Like this is legit fifth element. She is belting. And sure enough, are you guys just kind of standing in the crowd um, yeah, together? We, we're t- or looking for this guy to show up, right? So, so you're all standing together, spread though? Spread out? I think we should spread out. Yeah, I think yeah. we should spread out, too. And then, you know, maybe I'll cheer just to see what's going on, just to see if I can instigate a negative reaction. Okay. And put Torag back up in Eye in the Sky. All right. Is anybody getting a ready rea- ready to action ready to do something, or if they see him, or mm. what's I'm the plan? I'm going to keep the hat on. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to keep the hat. Uh-huh. And, and if I see this guy... I'm gonna turn into the pig lady and like try and get his oh. attention. So, yeah. so you didn't see the pig lady as well. I was with her right, looking in her mirror. Impart knowledge. Thank you. Okay. Now I'm knowledge. That's a cantrip or spell. That's my once a day thing. That's my once a day thing. Okay. All right. So she reaches out to you and she does the freaking Jean Grey Wolverine thing. She like puts her hands on your side of your head and like looks deeply in your eyes, and suddenly you're in her body. As that was transpiring with the mirror. Mm-hmm. 
And now you can see this pig-faced ghoul creature getting pulled towards you through the mirror and her freaking out. And give me a perception check. So, you, obviously, she was in the thick of handling this and also handling the halfling behind her. You kind of hyper-focus on the image and the, mer the, the memory of this, this moment. And now, like, you can see the bloodshot look of her green eyes through the mask, through the pig face mask. Like, the creases of the leather of the pig face mask, where the string goes around her ghoulish-looking ears. Um, the tattered part of her clothing, how tattered her clothing looks. Um, now, remember... Undead are not necessarily a bad thing in Atlantis. Um, so it's not like someone's going, Oh my god, an undead! She fits in a little bit. But now you've been able to fully discern details that will help you in creating this mimicry of who you are. So, alright, so the performance begins. And sure enough, about a minute or two into it, you start hearing this, Boo! You suck a... You suck a bad! Alright, everybody give me perception checks. Give me one for Tureg. Tureg. Let's see. Let's see what his perception is. Hold on. Yes. Uh, 16 for Tureg. All right, so 16. You see, so you give an instruction to Tureg yep. that if he sees that him, yep. Yep. to fly right above him right above. and track him yep. and just hover above him. Mm -hmm. All right, so between that and you two getting a good eye on him, you immediately turn into her. All right, give me a deception check with advantage. Yeah. Eat it. Come on. Not 20. Woo! All right. So you become this ghoulish little girl. Um, and what do you say? Do you do anything? You stand there? I just put my hand on him. Well, no, you're, you see him from far away. Okay. So you see him in the crowd heckling and then turning and moving. All right, so remember, you're in a crowd. Yeah. And the people are, are yay, all right. Okay. And he's heckling. It's not like he's immediately going to go and see you. I'm going to call out to him. Okay, what are you saying? Um, you don't know his name, do you? No. I'm going to start following him. Hey. I don't know. I'm just trying to get his attention. All right. He heard you. He's a pretty perceptive little fuck. So... He starts dipping back through the crowd, doing his thing, and as he starts going up through the crowd, he looked, does a quick peek like this, and he, he, he just, and he starts coming in your direction, and as he does, you see his form morph and turn into a dwarven child or something like that, something different. And is anybody by me? Is anybody watching me? I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. So he he runs up to him and he goes. What are you doing? I told you to hide in the mirrors. I need you to come with me. Give me a deception check. Hmm. Yes. Why do you sound so weird? I'll have to follow up on that. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. Um, he says, why do you sound so weird? 
Alessandra. Alessandra, what are you doing? I'm following. I'm I'm standing right next to her, making sure that he doesn't try to do anything. Crazy. No, and then and then I'm like, I don't feel good, and then I'm going to break out a whole person spell. I don't feel good. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So whole person. And I'm gonna hold up. I'm gonna. If you're holding, I'm gonna grab him. Okay. Well, what's your DC? Held, does he's that matter? Held, yeah. Cold person DC. Your spell DC? Oh, my, my spell DC? Uh, 16. Woo! You, you, you say these words and you're like, don't go anywhere. And your words come out with that aura of power coming from your deity, whoever it is. And as the words kind of hit him, he goes, who are you? And he starts moving away from you. He goes, you're not... You're pretending. Who are you? You're not. You're not Scabbath. You're not So Pig. So Pig. Get it. And he starts looking around. Give me a stealth check. Damn, this dice is killing it tonight. Put it away. Oof. Twelve. All right. He sees you coming, and he goes, Anybody "Oh, you're yeah. you're them. No. You're one of them. The girls." And he he starts pushing away, and he <laughs> like, starts running. And as he starts to run, obviously you get your right. radar in the sky, yeah. and he starts pushing through the crowd, and right away he does this number and he turns into somebody else. Give me a perception check. Um, 18. Okay. So you see, he, he does this, this switchback. Like he starts walking away, and he does this number, and he circles around behind somebody, and he just stands there pretending to be somebody else. And you see he's a little taller and he's like Can watching the crowd. Time whole, time whole person? Are you dropping off your spell slots? Yeah, I got that was my Yep. What are you telling Alessandra? What do you need me to do? I need I need Give me another perception like, check yeah, for, for Torah. So, Torah, yep. And then we gotta hold him and Yeah. If I miss if I miss, you grab nineteen. Gotcha. Nineteen for the You doing it? Yep. Okay. So, give me an Arcana check. Why is it gotta be Arcana? That's not a kiss. It's <laughs> not kiss worthy. Um, ten. Alright, so, you do your... Don't go anywhere. And you see him standing there, and you're not sure if he just doesn't recognize that you know it's him, or what, but he's standing there. He's watching. I'm grappling. He doesn't move. Okay, you grab so him. He's held. He's held. He's okay. Like, so we need to take him. Come on, we got him. Yep. And then I take my. Did Toreg track him with a knife? He's right above him, yeah. Yeah, he's right above him. Out of disguises. So he's held. How long is that last? Uh, it's concentration, I think. Well, I get to reroll every turn. Alright. Um, but let's tie him up. I have rope. Yep. <clears throat> so the rest of the crowd is kind of like, look at you guys, like, what in the hell is going on? He's in big trouble. He is the so head of our friend had too much to drink. Yes, right. we, we have to. Mm. And he's, he's, the himself. he's the same one that took the voice, right? Yeah, that's Cancun. Um, and he's been hurting himself. We gotta bring Take him the hat the... off his head. Yep, took the hat. All right, you reach because it's invisible. It's an illusion. Yeah, so you guys go like this, and you and he reverts to probably about a three foot tall half bird creature, mm. right? And we're tying him up. All right, what are you doing with them? We're going to bring them back to the mine. All right, who's tying them up? Uh, who's better at tying? What is that, like Just a dex? Just a hand. 
Sleight of hand. Oh, we know who's. Yeah. yeah. Time up. Come on in. Seventeen. Nice. All right. We time up. We're gonna bring him. You bring him back. Line. By the time you guys are leaving the crowd, the crowd is cheering and and hop, hooping and hollering. Everybody's happy again. Mm-hmm. I got a plan with this guy. If, if well, persuasion doesn't to... work, we're gonna. Uh, I still have samples of that primordial ooze. From the, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta I don't get know what it's gonna do, but back. he's gonna find out. We gotta get, yeah. we gotta get the voice back. And I'm back. whispering yeah. in his ear as we're walking with him. You're gonna give him his voice back, and you're gonna stop being a little asshole. Yeah. All right. So you get back. Where are you taking him? Just somewhere. Should no, we take taking... the staff? We're taking him to first. I want to take him directly to the mime. Yeah, mime's. Uh, well, he's in the crowd. Standing down front, watching his girlfriend. Okay, we're right? gonna we're gonna somebody get him. Uh, should we let him watch his girlfriend right now? What? The, he's gonna get his go back to his girlfriend with his voice back. Maybe, yeah. So how do we get the? Well, let's talk to the guy. The you voice. said it was at the end of the performance, right? Yeah. As you guys were taking him out. Yeah. So. Okay, so let's take him out and then um, grab him. Yeah. We'll just have yeah. We'll go get Cam the foot real quick now that the performance is over. We'll okay. grab him really quick, bring him out, and let him know, hey, we're gonna do this. Where are you gonna do this? We are gonna go back to the Hall of Illusions. We got a question no, him right? about the pig girl too. Yeah, I don't want to go into the Hall of Illusions. No, not in, but around. Yeah, because that's where he's supposed to be anyway. Well, do you want to stop off at the staff area? But that's also where we could get stabbed. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, so maybe that's not. what I'm saying. Maybe I don't want to go back in there. Maybe a little more secretive where there's nobody watching. Staff area and get burly? Right here. Right? Let's go behind. Let's go by the water. Get the, get the police. Well, maybe burly. I mean, we're looking oh, around. Yeah. Does it look His like there's a quiet, missing. No. more discreet area? Yeah. His brother's missing. Staff area is probably, probably the most discreet. in the Hall of Illusions. Maybe. So let's get Burly because he's probably he probably knows Maybe what his guy brother knows, is. Knows about that too. Yeah. And let's get Candlefoot and let's make this guy talk and also give him All right. his voice back. So take this guy and grab Candlefoot and go to the staff area. Yes. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So Candlefoot's guy. like. Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he follows along with you. And he walks up to the trees, the thorns, and he goes. You can't let us in. Burly! Burly! So suddenly you hear kind of this dum, dum, dum from the other side of the, the thorns. Who's there? Candlefoot and crew. And somebody that I think knows where your brother is. And you kind of see just for a second, like this little hole appear pretty high up, so it's kind of hard. And you see the snout of the bugbear come through. And he sees Candlefoot and he goes, What do you know about my brother? You know he's missing. And he and sees, you know he sees the been, Kanku and he's like, He's been making people disappear with some other little piggy. And a couple seconds later, the whole thing opens up. He's like, so talk. Well, I have whole person spell on him. I don't know. Can you talk yet? Oh, yeah. He's probably, he's probably free by now. It's been Do a couple minutes. He is tied up. I do. 
Yeah, yeah he's, he's tied, tied up. up. Do you have command? He's loose. I he's do. not, he's not so, hold, held anymore. So you're either going to tell us everything we want to know, or I'm going to make you tell us everything we want to know. So, okay, give me an intimidation check. I don't know how intimidating my tree is. Well, she's pretty angry. Um, Alessandra's got to be pretty intimidating. I'm pretty intimidating. 30, 20. Nice. Yeah, All right. Like, <coughs> you. So you put him <laughs> down, down, and you're holding him by the scruff of the back of his neck, and he's tied up. So you see him wiggling against your knots, and you're paying attention because you're rogue. And you see he's trying to get out of his knots, and you did some kind of freaking knot where he twists his arms, and it cinches down on his wrist, and you hear him go, ah! I mean, it's a knot. It's a one-way knot. Uh. <laughs> Stop trying to escape, little turd. Okay, okay. Just, just don't hurt me. Promise that you're gonna let me go after if I tell you everything. Well, you also gotta give him no, his voice back, that. and I don't know what's going on because it depends on what you do for us. Gotta earn it. Listen, you little woody woodpecker, look like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got right. three vials of primordial ooze that I took from a, from a damn demon frog temple. I don't know what it's gonna do to you, but I know what it did it's to humans. Melt your face. Do you want to be a fucking feathered frog? <laughs> <laughs> give me an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> I'm more intimidated. With advantage? Than him. With advantage. I rolled a four and a seven. Oh. All right. But I'm in the background going, it's going to melt your face off. <laughs> She's pissed. Okay. All right. So he goes, listen. Well, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Just hear me out. He's like, You say one up. more goddamn lie and I'm cutting your beak off. Okay. Okay. Both of them. And Burley's like, you might want to tell the truth, little bird. I'm losing my patience. I don't want to see him when he gets angry. So he comes out and he says, Okay, I'm a warlock. My patron is the patron saint of trickery. Loki. I and three other people were sent here through a gateway. Gateways are very, very rare in Atlantis. They're only usually one way. Um... Sometimes, very, very rarely, there's a two-way gateway. And it just so happens that mirror that you broke was one of those gateways. Excuse me. And now he's, he's like, and now with our gateway shut down, I don't know what I'm going to do. You broke our gateway Where? somehow, some way. I don't even know how you did it, but it had something to do with Sopig. So me and three other people make deals with people in exchange... For power. Given to them by our patron. Well, now I can't feel our patron anymore because the mirror you broke severed whatever ties we had. We were hoping that we could figure a way out. So Pig is still in the Hall of Illusions trying to fix the mirror. Which is why I was yelling at you to go back to the mirror. But I don't think it's going to work. And I don't think we have any way back to the place that we call home. So, I guess it really doesn't matter anymore. He says, Candlefoot, I can lead you to my little treasure trove and I can give you back his, his voice okay. as long as you promise to let me go. Mm. Mm, not enough. We're so pig. She's in the house. Burley's you, she's, brother. She's trying to fix. Burley's brother, you saw the little halfling, mm -hmm. right? That you saved? Burley's brother did the same thing. 
Where is so he now? So Pig promised him something, and he went to our realm. And that's where he's at right now. And how does he come back? And the mirror's broken. I don't know. Can somebody mend it? Yeah. It's magical. Well, magical mending? It's a magical gateway to another realm, another reality. Mm. My cantrip's not going to make it, you think? No. <laughs> well, what about a uh, creature restoration spell in the mirror? Mm. Only... Only a crystal flower could probably fix that. <gasps> oh. We have petals still. But do we really want to, to mend a... To get his brother back and to... To make the pig come out again? I mean... So the pig is... We should just save one person at a time. Well, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to say, I have the ability to mend this gateway. I don't know if I want to yet. But I have something that could send you back home. But when you go back home, you're not coming back. And you have to send back the Burley's brother and anybody else you took. I can't do that. My my patron has her claws in them now. No. It's a whole other reality we live in. It's not like I go through a mirror and go, hey, buddy, come back. He's in a whole other reality right now. A whole other world. Are you you hearing this? I'm looking at the bugbear. And he looks down and he goes, I think you better listen to the little lady and find my brother. Mm-hmm. And he looks up at him and goes, I'm sorry, I'm telling you as much as I can. I'm telling you the truth. He made a deal with Zibelina, my patron. He went into our home to work for Zibelina, and something has already happened. I don't even know what. I lost contact with Zibelina even before you broke the mirror. But I kept doing what she told me to do. Making deals with mortals and having them go through the mirror. So Soap Soapig is not your your patron. So, no, Soapig is some strange kind of reinforcements. Her and the other two came out of nowhere about two months ago mm, and so told cool. me I had new orders. New orders. Mm-hmm. I'm new I'm not a bad guy. I don't I don't try to purposely trick people. I offer them deals. And if they go and do their part of the deal for my patron, they're gifted with something and then returned. Well, then prove it by giving back uh, Candlefit's voice. I told you I would. Yeah, but then you're going to help us find Sopig and the other person, and we're going to figure some stuff out. I could try. You can do. Pig's at the Hall of Illusions. There are two others that are running around this carnival right now enticing people. Can you call them? What do they look like? One is a frog-looking little motherfucker, and one is like a shadow. Is it Shimshin? I don't... No. See, I think the power dynamic is off here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pour Lilith's primordial ooze on his foot, because I think you understand, this This isn't This isn't a, you give us something and we give you something. No, you're going to give us everything we're asking for, okay? Yes. You're going to do that now. He's like, I'm telling you the truth. Go ahead and give me an insight check. You guys can give me, give, give me insight checks if no, you want. I don't care if you're telling me the truth or not. See, I'm, I'm not a philosopher. I'm not seeking the truth. I want my buddy to have his voice back. And okay? And if I have to fucking it. cut your your little gonads off and turn, <laughs> turn your rooster into a capon, I'll do it. All right? And I know people that will eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 he, no, he's telling the truth. He, he honestly... I don't care. 
He's like, don't I'm, care. He's like, I'm okay. Not seeking the truth. I'll take you there. Now I just want to hurt you. <laughs> he's like, I'll, right, I'll take you, please. Right now, and then we're gonna figure this. Keep out. keep the rogue away from my gonads. I've been eating sugar all night. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll, I'll take you. I'll take you. Let's. You ready to go? I I, I can't help your brother. He's in this other reality now. I can't help him, but I can give you back his Candlefoot's voice. That was an agreement that we had, and he fell short on his part of the deal. But like I said, I don't have a connection anymore with my patron, so can I'll give it back to him. Pig get the brother back? Do you think? So pig, so pig does not care about anybody but herself. Oh, so pig is no, no. But what, what I'm saying is, if we, if we, could we force so pig? Is there a way for so pig to bring the brother back if we make a deal, or force so pig to do so? I don't know. Her and the other two <laughs> live on a totally a separate lot. part of rules. Yeah. I'm telling you, before they came along, I offered people straight up deals. I said, do this. We go have into to this find realm. Pig and we have to make her talk. So I say we. Part of it. I say we go ahead and get this dude his voice back, and then yeah, let's do that first. Because like, we know okay. she's in the all illusions. Like, all right, I'll take you there. So <clears throat> he takes you over by the hall of illusions in the back by this tree over there, almost where you guys were watching and talking to Palasha, and he goes into this by this tree, and you guys can see it's a little bit of a disturbed earth, and he goes. Right there, you know, he's got his hands are tied up. He's like, "There's a little chest underneath the dirt right there. You just dig it up, and inside you'll find a little miniature crystal ball, about two inches in diameter. Just smash it, and I'll have his voice back." What else is in there? What else is in there? Other things. What other want some primordial ooze or what? I'm not um, you know what KFC is? <laughs> King Koo fried chicken. <laughs> Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, there's, there are, there's one trinket, trinket each, for each of you, and then we'll figure it out when we roll. Right, okay. Shouldn't we get in, be getting it back to the people who lost them? Yeah. Okay. So Candlefoot's with you. Okay. So are you gonna dig up this chest? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Who's doing it? Well, or I want to detect any kind of traps. Well, or... He was telling the truth. We already did an inside check. He was telling the truth, so I don't think that there's any traps. All right. So you take your javelin and you. Start digging with your hands. Sure enough, just a couple inches down, you feel this rough wooden box. You kind of clear it out. It's probably about the size of a shoebox. And you take it out and you pop it open. And there's little trinkets inside of there that each have some kind of connection with someone in Atlantis. Right. Not sure who, not sure what. Um, and I'll we'll roll them here in a second. Everybody roll a D100 for me right now. But sure enough, you find this marble sized thing and and he goes, yep, that's it. Candlefoot, all you have to do is break it. He says, he's like, I'm happy for you in Palasha. I'm glad things worked out. Um, don't make deals you can't uphold in the future, Candlefoot. So just hold on your rolls for night now. We'll do it in a second. So you're going to smash this orb? Right? So sure enough, you smash the orb and just like Little Mermaid, this... He starts going, oh. He's got a beautiful voice and he starts singing. He goes, oh, oh, I can, oh my God, I can talk again. Oh, thank you so much. And he runs up to you guys and he hugs you. And if you're a girl, he like kisses you on the cheek. And he's like, thank you so much. He's like, I'm going to 
I'm gonna go back to Palasha if it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Run. Tell everybody like, you know. Tell your friends great. about us. Yeah. He looks at the Cancun and he goes, behave. Don't do bad things. And he runs off. Um, what's funny is, have you guys searched the Cancun? No. Should, yeah. Should have got post-arrest search. What the hell I'm going to feel up your feathers. He's, he's not going anywhere yet. Yeah. Anywhere. No, I, I assure you. So you search him. He doesn't have any weapons on him. All he had was a hat of disguise. Okay. Who had nothing me? else. Why were you booing well, he her? Beat you. Huh? Did you why were you booing? could beat me. I was told to by the three others that came from... We need to find which a hey. pig girl. And the other one. Who stabbed me? I don't know. You have no you? idea? Who stabbed me in the dark? Stabbed you in the dark? Yeah, in the know. in the Hall of Mirrors. <laughs> that was probably the Lornling. Who? The Sprite, one of the other three. What did I look like? Stabby. The frog-like motherfucker. The frog-like. Right? Goodness. He's a froggy some, little bastard. He is my least favorite. Yeah. Where, do my, where are we going to find him? They, all three of them have a mission to go around and try to to seduce right. people. And that's not what I asked. I said, where do I find him? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Okay. So, um, he says that... Um, Lornling is her name. Lornling. 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 Uh-huh. Lorn-ling. So pig and gleam. Gleam is a shadow. She says, good luck finding gleam. Gleam is one with the shadows. Yeah, I think so. You're not going anywhere. Alright, what'd you roll for D100? Nine. Nine? You see a chess piece shaped like a dancing satyr wearing a bishop's hat and clutching a gnarled staff. It probably belongs to a dancing satyr. Satyr. Satyr? Satyr. It's a chess piece. So maybe they took the dancing ability from a, sh- a satyr in exchange for something. Got it. Okay. What'd you roll? 43. You find a tiny wooden slift figurehead from a model ship. Mm. If you're interested in continuing on with the trinkets, then just write them down. Tiny wooden slift? Slift. Figurehead. S-Y-L-P-H, figurehead from a model ship. S-Y-L-P-H. Yep. Sylph. Which may or may not have something to do with a sylph who is into sailing and maybe made a deal to become a better sailor but mm. has seasickness now. Alessandro Droll. 29. You see a toy unicorn made of wood painted with bright colors. Unicorns do exist in Atlantis. And they are intelligent creatures. And you said painted with bright colors? Yep. 47. You find tinted glasses so dark that they can't be seen through. Hmm. Which may or not may not belong to someone who is very interested in being able to see period or see through things and they weren't able to. Interesting. So their vision was taken. Interesting. All right. All right. So at about that time, the big hat, the big top festival begins. It's 12 o'clock between all the crap that you guys have been doing. Mm-hmm. So 12 o'clock, big top comes out. 
Um, you guys, Burley's like, all right, so now I know what's happening. Now I got to figure out what's what's happening to my, my brother. Um, I feel like right. we helped him as much as we can because we, now he knows where his brother is. Mm-hmm. We have other things to do. We have bigger fish to fry. We need to deal with that lady mm-hmm. so that we can get... Yeah. Situation handled. I want to keep on. We don't, we don't have an, an hour to travel to another dimension. Right. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so you guys go to the big top. You guys are going to watch the final show before the um, ex, uh, Exotica, mm-hmm. um, whatever I called it, Exotica Something. person is Can named. Monarch. Monarch. Actually, yeah. Exotica yes. Monarch is, is named. So you guys go to the big top, waiting to maybe hook up with um, Caliban after the show. The lights dim and a hush falls over the crowd. A second later, a spotlight illuminates a live um, tiefling figure sitting in a silver hoop, suspended above the center ring by silk ropes. The tiefling wears a dazzling suit of diamond pane mirrors and a pair of butterfly wings. Her scepter is topped with a spinning vane. Welcome, one and all, to this evening's extravaganza. I am Caliban. Prepare to be delighted. And the show begins, and Burley comes out, and he's trying to put on a good show, but he's obviously not in a good mood. Uh, you guys have done enough, whereas the entire show is in a very good mood, and things are, are having fun, everybody's having fun. And I'm not going to lay out the map, because we're going to finish it up here. But a woman comes out as part of the show. So first of all, here's Caliban. And then this woman comes out, and behind her, she's got this giant creature coming along behind her, and she's with a whip, and she's walking backwards. And as she's whipping, she's going like this, and she's having the creature circle around behind her. It's not a snake. It is the creature that you saw earlier, Maitri, but it's got a bunch of arms, and it's very creepy looking. And it clambers around her and it climbs up poles and back down poles and does all kinds of weird stuff and you guys can see from where you're at that she has snakes for hair and as she starts moving backwards this way she's controlling this thing and she becomes the the center of attention and this thing starts doing all kinds of things and it's very feral like it's hissing at her and she's whipping and she's doing all kinds of stuff and it's doing flips and it's put on a show when suddenly in the middle of it you see her, the girl with snakes for hair, go like this and drop her whip. And she stops suddenly and she like she tries to steady herself and, and Caliban's kind of above and he looks down and he goes She Yeah, I'm sorry. She she goes, Are you okay? And she goes, I am fine and she looks up and as she does, you guys start hearing screams coming from the audience. She starts turning her As a light is filtering down you see all the men turning to stone. Not the women, just the men. And she's like, Oh my God, Caliban, what's happening? And this thing freaks out. She loses control of it, and it just starts rampaging into the rest of the carnival. Okay. And that's where we'll end tonight. We'll okay. pick it up next week as we try to figure out what happens with this giant creature and what may or may not be another Medusa. Alright. Did you have fun? Yeah.
We hope you enjoyed tonight's game of Rise of the Atlanteans. Come back in a couple weeks and look into us again. Have a good night.